special sports presentation from 101.9 AM 920. WLIB. Livingston's own. A lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters. The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field. A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools. Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised. They're doing things the right way on and off the field. Where traditions are passed down. They're doing it because they love the guy next to them. Where every Friday night, it's a race of champions. Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day. This is Wildcats Nation. This is Wildcats Football. On 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Live from a picturesque Panther Stadium, I'm Colin Castleberry. On the campus of Stone Memorial High School, it's Livingston Football. Presented by Livingston Regional. Tonight, the Wildcats 2-4 and four, visit the 5-1 and one Stone Memorial Panthers. Good evening. I'm Colin Castleberry with David Ledbetter. And David, before we even discuss the teams on the field, I don't think you could ask for a better night for high school football in the Upper Cumberland. Yeah, we're sitting up here high on top of this stadium. little breeze coming through. Sunset right behind us. It's beautiful, perfect weather for football. It is an absolutely stunning night, in fact, for football. And tonight, it's going to take an absolutely stunning performance from the Livingston Academy Wildcats to walk out of here with not just a road victory, but a region victory as well. Uh, we don't want to give you the keys yet. We'll have those here in moments on the pregame, about 30 minutes from now. But that being said, a couple guys we want to talk about. Quarterback Nick Osmond might be the best all-around quarterback the Wildcats are going to see this season over there for the Panthers. Yeah, he's uh, he's such a good athlete, but just his pocket presence and, and what we've seen from him, he's got a cannon of an arm, too, and he's got great receivers to throw to. But he's, his, his thing is he's very, very accurate. And, you know, Lucas Academy's going to have to do something to kind of get him out of his lane and, and make him throw some balls where he don't want to throw them. But he's just a very accurate passer, great athlete. One of the other things that he can do is he can beat you when things get off script. As a defense, what does Livingston Academy have to do tonight when things go off script? And Nick Osmond has a chance to beat you with his legs or his arm. What does the defense have to do to step up and contain him tonight? Well, He's one of those passers that sometimes it looks like he's he's a better passer on the run. And so keep the edges contained and, and keep him in the pocket. I know it kind of sounds crazy for a, you know, a good, good-armed quarterback to keep him in the pocket, but if you can keep him in the pocket, maybe collapse that pocket, keep him out from rolling around and, and making plays with his legs and making plays with his arm on the run, that would be one of the keys tonight. On the other side, Livingston Academy with an offense that – uh, truth be told, coming into this season, we thought that would be the strong suit of this team. The defense would have to be the thing that kind of came along as the season went. Turns out you're only averaging about nine and a half points in region play, just over 11 uh, in games that aren't Pickett County or Jenkins, Kentucky. What does the offense have to do tonight on the road in what is going to be a hostile and very energetic environment to get right? 
you got to run the football. It all starts with a running game. With this team, you've got Brody's a really good quarterback. We've got great receivers. We've got a good offensive line. we just got to run the football, bring everybody up to stop the run, and then you can beat them with your playmakers like Jay Hughes and Daniel Bieber and Real Brown over the top. Hey, tonight it's Livingston Academy visiting Stone Memorial, the Wildcats, and the Panthers on WLIV. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kick off. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Helping you take care of your piece of the Upper Cumberland. Mowing the front lawn, caring for your acres. Mountain Farm International. Online at mtnfarm.com. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. It's football time in Tennessee, and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit TwinLakes.net or call 800-644-8582 to touch down your online experience today. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. Stone Memorial Panthers head coach Derek Samber joining me now. Coach, after talking to you on Saturday, the feeling was this team's getting back on track after a big win. Uh, for the team and the guys, what was the attitude come Monday? What was the feeling around the group of guys on Monday off this win? Yeah, Colin, um, I think the the message to the kids is uh, that we still haven't played our best football. We played a much cleaner game against the Cab, uh, but I, I hope and I think the attitude is they're they're not satisfied. They've had a a taste. They've seen what it looks like when we play uh, fairly clean football, and they certainly appreciate that result. Uh, but I, I'm hoping they're not satisfied uh, with what we've already done uh, to this point going forward. What do the Panthers have to do better this week? What does Stone Memorial have to get better at and improve this week? You know, just to continue to raise the standard, uh, Colin, in practice with the way that we practice, we certainly changed that uh, last week, but we need it to take another step this week. 
um, you know, against the Cab County, a tremendous football team, uh, we made some mistakes that were, were nearly fatal. We had a fumble on our own 23-yard line. Uh, we allowed a kickoff return for a touchdown. We dropped a touchdown pass ourselves. So uh, we know that we've not played our best football yet, but we know that some of those mistakes, uh, especially with this four-game stretch we had to finish the season, uh, some of those mistakes we've made could very well cost us going forward. Any coach will tell you when you get into the, the heart of the season, about halfway through now, it kind of turns into the dog days, the grind. And it's one thing for you to to get on the kids, to coach them up hard in practice and beyond. But who are the kids that have stepped up and really taken over uh, some leadership roles? Because it does have to come from within this team once you kind of get into the, this part of the season where the grind can beat you. Yeah, you know, we've got great leaders. Uh, this is a senior class that – uh, really is natural leaders and cares a lot about football. Nick Osmond, our quarterback, really sets the tone and the tempo on offense. Um, Brady Lane is that guy for us on the defensive side. Uh, but was really proud of Houston Woody's effort, attitude, character, discipline on Friday. Uh, Maddox Akendo is a kid that his work ethic and his positive attitude, his mindset, uh, has really pushed us forward. Um, but, you know, to a man, these guys that are – they're playing varsity minutes for us on Friday nights, uh, have the right mindset, and uh, I think that uh, Meigs County served as a wake-up call for all of them. You turn the corner this week and you welcome a team in Livingston Academy that a lot of people probably feel are better than their record. How do you view the Wildcats and their loaded group of athletes? Yeah, a ton of athletes. You know, uh, some new numbers, some kids that uh, have maybe played for them in the past. It seems like their bodies have changed. They're biz- bigger, physical uh, faster than they were, um, and then just a ton of respect for Coach Hauser and what he's he's done in the past and what he's doing there with Livingston. Uh, yeah, he and I actually spoke last night, and uh, you know, watching their films and seeing their scores, man, nobody's just been able to run off and leave Livingston. They've made it a dogfight into the third and fourth quarter every game. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was a one score game with Upperman going into the fourth quarter. Uh, York, the number two team in 2A, never really pulled away from them. So we know it's going to be a competitive ball game. Could be a really top ball game down the stretch. Uh, and Livingston's coming in here to compete and win. What do you guys have to do to counter some of the things they do? And, and maybe what are some things you hope that your team can take advantage of? You know, uh, we'll have our kids prepared. Livingston does a really good job schematically on both sides of the ball. I think. Uh, their quarterback, man, he's dynamic. He's one of those kids that feels like he's had a red shirt year at some point because he's started there forever, it feels like. Uh, but he's a great athlete and throws the ball really well. Um, you know, we saw a good dual-threat kid uh, in British traffic, DeKalb, uh, this past Friday night. So we've seen some of that. But, uh, again, Colin, we've got to worry about us and take care of us. We'll certainly be prepared in no Livingston's tendencies and, and structure of their team on both sides of the ball. But, We've got to limit mistakes ourselves. We've got to play with a purpose and play with discipline. Crisscrossing UC Sports Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston. I'm Jake Wallman. It's homecoming in Gainesboro as the Blue Devils host Pickett County. 
Jackson County head coach Sean Loftus wants his guys to have fun but be focused. I want the, the student body to have a good time this week. I want the, my football players to have a great time this week. Uh, but uh, when it's all said and done, it's about us coming out Friday night and, and doing our job and, and winning the ball game because when it's all said and done, the, uh, you know, winning the ball game is the most important thing for us. Pickett County will be trying to spoil a third homecoming on the year and they are 0-2 so far. 6-0, that is where the Upperman Bees currently sit. They head to Smith County, who is 5-1, and and Bees head coach Adam Kane stated the challenge is maybe their biggest yet. We know they're, you know, a quality team that, you know, they're they're really balanced offensively. They got a freshman quarterback that looks like a fourth-year senior back there, and so it's going to be a, a, a very stiff test, uh, a big-time challenge for us. Smith County's lone loss was in overtime 6-3 to Macon County, who Upperman only beat 14-7. Speaking of Macon County, they are on the road tonight visiting DeKalb County, and the Tigers are looking to get back in the win column. DeKalb County head coach Steve Trapp says Macon is one of their toughest games to date. Uh, They they play extremely hard. I mean, Coach Shoulders, they do a great job over there. It's a good football team. Uh... You know, multiple offensively, multiple defensively. They fly around to the ball. They, fly, I mean, they just, you know, they do the little things correctly. They don't seem to, to beat themselves. You know, so we've got to make sure that we're, we're playing our best football this week. Macon County has scored 33-plus in all their games this season, except against Upperman and Smith County. Clay County returns to region play to host Joe Burns. The Bulldogs are riding a four-game winning streak after starting 0-2. Head coach Bruce Lamb feels like his team continues to get better each week. We came out a little flat, but you know we, we were able to put it together, especially in the second half, and, and play really good football. And uh, you know we continue to get, uh, continue to get better each week, and then that's what we want to do. The Red Devils are one and five with no wins in the state of Tennessee. Monterey's home woes continued last week against Gordonsville. This week they have another chance to get a win at home as they host Cascade. Head coach Scott Hughes was clear on what his team has to do. It's growing pains a lot of times. It, it's being able to understand and, and process the grind of, of every week. And, uh, you know, you're at that mid of, middle of the season uh, really turning point. Cascade is on a four-game winning streak after starting 0-2 in 2023. White County will stay in Sparta for the next three weeks as they host Cumberland County tonight. Despite their record, Warriors head coach Curtis Beatty knows the Jets are not an easy win. They're not as bad as, like you said, the record indicates. So anytime you get bad, coming off four straight losses, it's uh, it's scary. Because we got to find a way to win, the, win a game, and, and those guys are, are good enough to beat us. So. The Jets have been held scoreless in three of their last four games. Cookville is coming off their most complete game of the year as they head back towards Nashville to take on the Gallatin Green Wave. Cavs head coach Taylor Hennigan discussed how Gallatin is one of the most complete teams that they will see. Yeah, really complete team. Um, you know, record, in my opinion, is not even as good as what, what their team is. Their quarterback is really good. Um, probably the best offensive line. Uh, receivers that are that are very, very athletic and can make a bunch of plays. So, um, that's kind of the first thing offensively that stands out, and obviously a lot of those guys playing on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, kind of your typical Gallatin, big and um, fast, and they've always had good good players and good athletes. The Green Wave have outscored opponents 128-31 to in the last three weeks. York puts their undefeated record on the line at Oneida this week, 
Dragons head coach Derwin Wright understands his team has to clean up their turnover issues. Well, our offense, you know, we're averaging about 38 points a game. Uh, and it's like I was telling our guys on Sunday, you know, let's take out those turnovers and we're going to be averaging about another 12 points a ball game. Oneida is 5-1 and one while giving up just 12 points per game in those wins. Warren County is on the road at Green Hill. The Hawks lost their first game last week, 24-10 to Gallatin, while the Pioneers are on a five-game losing streak. Scores throughout the night and a full wrap-up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. The High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. From around UC Sports Nation tonight, I'm Jake Wallman. The band. The cheerleaders. Wildcat excitement. The countdown continues. Powered by Mountain Farm International. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Moments away from kickoff between the Wildcats and the Panthers here with Wildcats starting quarterback Brody Coffee. The one bank, one to watch. One bank. Helping families reach their goals for more than 120 years. One Bank, member FDIC. Brody, on the road this week, a bit of a hostile environment. How do you kind of keep your offense and yourself focused out there knowing that, you know, it's, it's going to get kind of loud? Uh, we, we all know that there's one goal, and it's uh, winning a game. And especially with one this important, I think outside things will not affect uh, – the huddle offensively or defensively because we understand that uh, this is a more important game than even last week's. Uh, we got four district games coming up, and I think we know that we got to keep our head straight. 
you guys have obviously had a couple pre-snap issues in terms of penalties and, and guys going a little bit early, getting lined up properly. As the quarterback for this team, how do you help guys make sure that they're you know on time, they're lined up right, and we get this offense rolling? Uh, just checking and being aware. I mean, you really got to – there's some of these boys on the team that aren't really used to football yet, the speed of it, which I completely understand. As When I was younger, I was not ready for the speed of this game either. Uh, but you really just got to be aware and just make sure everybody's where they need to be. And if they don't know, go to the sideline, talk to them. Just uh, always be, you know, checking on people and making sure they know what they're doing. Obviously, on the other side of this matchup, a really talented quarterback as well in Nick Osmond. Do you kind of like the challenge of that kind of dueling quarterback situation where, you know, he could put something up and now you get to go put something up? Is there a, a bit of a fun aspect for you for that? I, yeah, I mean, that's that's what you want because, I mean, obviously we've got a couple receivers that and they've got a couple receivers that like to go back and forth. And, you know, that's <laughs> always fun. But uh, it's also fun having a little bit of competition at quarterback too, going back and forth at it. I mean, uh, we may not get as chippy in the game, but, you know, there's sometimes we can go back and forth. Livingston Academy starting quarterback Brody Coffey ahead of this matchup between the Wildcats and the Panthers. Stone Memorial were on the road. Livingston Academy on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Hello, I'm Jake Wallman and this week's LA Living Legend is Mark Hauser. The four teams that Hauser played on from 1972 to 1975 never experienced a losing season and he was also on the final team that played in the old Tom Davis Stadium. Mark, like the rest of our living legends, has rooted himself in Wildcat history, but did not grow up in Livingston. Hauser grew up in Maryville, Tennessee, a hotbed that's no stranger to the landscape of football in Tennessee. Just like today, they begin them at a young age and in droves. The youth programs there are just amazing. There were 22 teams just in the city there. We we're in the county, Blount County. I began playing in 1968 for the Eagleton Flyers. Yes, I kind of found the game. Mark moved to Livingston just before he started his freshman year of high school. A common theme of this segment has always been players that overlap with one another. No different this week as Mark's time as a Wildcat overlapped with previous guests, Burt Oakley and Jimmy Maynard. The effect they had on him is everlasting. They were leaders, you know, and, and along with uh, Burt and uh, he was the captain my sophomore year, and then my junior year it was Jimmy Maynard and Mark Ogletree. And those guys were just great at preparing to win. We never thought we were ever going to lose a football game. They're the ultimate competitors, and that's kind of what I got from them. And that's the way I'd gr- grown up playing football, and they did it the right way. And, and I just appreciate them and, and look up to those guys. Mentioned earlier, 1975 was the final year that the Livingston Academy Wildcats played at the old Tom Davis Stadium. A lot of memories were made there on that grass and in those seats. There are two big ones that stand out to Hauser over all the rest of them. There's two two memories that really stand out at Tom Davis for me, both come in my senior year. In the spring of that year, the TSSAA had decided that they were wouldn't have any more ties and that we would have an overtime period. In the very first game we played that year, it happened to go in overtime. We beat Macon County 27-20. to Maybe the first overtime game in state history. Certainly it was the first one in school history. The yeah. other game, we started the season uh, with only five or six guys that have played on that 74-10-1 uh, and one team. So 
there wasn't a lot expected of us. And we started the season five and one and we're ranked and went to Brentwood Academy and kind of got it handed to us. And that got us on a three game skid. So we go into the last game of the season at five and four against Harriman. And uh, in those days, you had to win seven games to go to a bowl game. So we weren't even eligible for a bowl, but our opponent Harriman was. We knew it was going to be the last game ever played at Tom Davis. And Coach Farley read a poem to us, Kipling's poem, If, on the Tuesday of that week to encourage us. And we played exceptionally well that night in a, in a mud bowl, really, and upset them 27-17. In 1990, in the height of a coaching career, Mark gave back to the community involving football, but focusing on the younger generation. The Overton County Outlaws were born from just a simple ad in the paper. Always dreamed of bringing that kind of football here because I had played in that in Maryland. So I just put an ad in the paper. I was working with the, for the Overton County News at the time. Over six people showed up at that first meeting. We borrowed the money, started the organization, and uh, I was the first head coach, coached three years there. We didn't win a game the first year. We didn't lose a game the second year. I mean, after that first year, which is a little rough, we went 37-2. and two over the next two years. There's only been four head coaches of the Outlaws in 33 years, and I'm really proud of that organization. After other stops around the Upper Cumberland, Mark is back at Livingston Academy once again in an assistant role. Of course, his son is the head man, leading the Wildcats in his first season. Along with being a part of a great staff, they take pride in teaching this year's players the right things first outside of football, and it's something he wouldn't trade for the world. You know, it's it, it, it's tough in ways, but it's wonderful. I wouldn't trade it for anything. And then I joined him here along with Jeremy McDonald, who was down at White County with us too. So now the three of us are together again. We have a great coaching staff. And it just means a lot to be together here at Livingston Academy. Overton County and Livingston Academy, a town, a county, a school, where legends are larger than life. Thank you to this week's living legend, Mark Hauser, member of the 1975 football team and currently in his third stint as a coach at Livingston Academy. For this week's L.A. Living Legend, I'm Jake Wallman. L.A. Football. Live. Kickoff's coming. And we're counting you down. Powered by Mountain Farm International. At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care. Skip the ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at norrissupercycle.net. Or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, norrissupercycle.net. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. 
Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough. (laughs) or your daughter's ankle sprain, all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Counting down to Livingston and Stone Memorial at the top of the hour, this is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. We begin with girls soccer who celebrated senior night this past week. Senior Clark Officer said it was certainly an emotional experience, but no one cried. Head coach Heather Marshall discussed what makes this senior class so special. They're a special group of girls. Um, we've got four players, one manager. Um, it's it's going to be a sad night for me because they won't be here next year, but I'm so happy for them that they've played these four years and that they're going to get to go to college, and I'm just happy for them for life to happen after high school. Um, but it's a little bittersweet, a little bittersweet. The Lady Wildcats currently sit at 8-2-2 two, and two on the year, 4-0 and oh in district play, and are on a five-game winning streak, as well as being winners of seven of their last eight games. They're back in action Tuesday at West High School outside Knoxville. Meanwhile, on the volleyball court, the Lady Wildcats are now 27-11, and 5-2 in district play after going on the road to Watertown last night. That brought an end to their regular season. District tournament play will begin Tuesday at L.A., hosting Upperman at 5.30. As we get set for a matchup between the Panthers and the Wildcats, Carson Parrott with us now, star wide receiver and return specialist. As I have, uh, as we've come to find out. Carson, you got moved up the line on kick returns. You stepped up one line. Uh, do you like being further back, or do you kind of enjoy being a little bit closer to the kickoff? Funny enough, I'm actually not on kick return anymore. Well, there we go. News breaking. He's not going to be kicking. He will not be returning kicks anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Carson, in that case, what do you have to do to help your team get the win tonight against the Panthers? I just got to play defense mostly. I mean, playing outside linebacker this week. And then we just got to cover Bear, I guess. I mean, I mean, you got to cover Bear and you got to contend with Nick Osmond, a guy who can throw, he can run, certainly when a play breaks down. How do you defend a guy like that? Just got to contain him. Can't let him get outside. Because he gets outside, just be like everybody else on us, and boom, they're going. 10, 15-yard gain. Carson Parrott with us pregame here between the Panthers and the Wildcats. Stone Memorial and Livingston Academy on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. The players are warming up, and so are you. The countdown to tonight's game continues. Powered by Mountain Farm International. 
When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes orthopedic surgeon Dr. Craig Saunders, ready to see you at the surgical clinic. Whether you've got a sore shoulder or a knee that's giving you trouble, Dr. Saunders at the Livingston Regional team are ready to help. Call Dr. Saunders today and schedule an appointment, 823-2663. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 370 off I-40. It could save you money. A little walk and talk as we get set here with head coach Matt Hauser, Livingston Academy Wildcats, preparing to take on Stone Memorial on the road. Coach, a bit of a longer trip here to Crossville this week. Uh, any any kind of difference for you guys when you got to go on the road like this, or is it about the same as Jenkins or, or DeKalb County? Well, you try to keep everything consistent. Um, but every road trip presents challenges. Um, it's a lot easier when your kids know where the locker room is and you know all the routines are the exact same and you're playing a lot of home games. When you go on the road, you can't leave stuff behind in the locker room. you got to make sure you're prepared to go. you got to get there and get accustomed to a different style, a different place. Get out, you check out the field. There's just a lot of moving parts that go into an away game. So... You know, we talk to them quite a bit about that, getting their minds right, getting prepared, getting ready, make sure that we're not leaving anything behind. But, you know, there's it does present challenges for sure. Certainly it's not the first time you guys have faced a really good athlete on the other side, but a quarterback in Nick Osmond who maybe presents the most complete quarterback you've possibly faced in terms of his ability to throw the ball and his ability to beat you with his legs. Defensively, how do you prepare for a guy like that? Well, I think we have to get lined up and we have to be – um, you know, assignment sound. We have to run to the football, and we got to play fast and physical, and we got to do all those things. And we we can't get too caught up with all the moving parts that are going on around it. Uh, Coach Samber does a great job calling the offense. They have got a lot of athletic kids. Their offensive line blocks incredibly hard. Their quarterback does kind of help them operate everything at a full pace. And and you know, it, it's tough. Um, it's tough to line up knowing that you got to 
cover the run, you got to cover the pass, but we've practiced all week. Coach Eldridge has a great game plan. Our defensive coaches have worked incredibly hard, and our defensive players have worked incredibly hard to kind of understand what we're asking them to do, and we'll try to do our best to take away all of that come Friday night. On the other side, obviously, you guys have an offense that we know has the athletes and is capable of, of doing some really spectacular things. But in games you've lost this year, you've only found a way to get one or two scores on the board and your wins, obviously, 40-plus. How do you kind of find the middle ground there and find some balance offensively this week, able to put up a couple more scores? Uh, I think it's difficult when uh, if you look at some of the teams that's beaten us and we have only scored once or twice. You know, Those are teams with some of the best defenses we've played. Um, and those teams aren't giving up a lot of points to anybody they play. And so, you know, we've got to keep confidence in our kids. We've got – they have to understand that they're good enough to compete with anybody on our, on our schedule. Um, but we have to – we have to line up um, and take away some of the pre-snap penalties. We've got to take away some of the in-play penalties, the holdings, the blocking the backs. It's kind of set us behind. And we've just got to play to the whistle. Um, you know, they've got a really good defense as well. Uh, people don't talk about it as much as their offense, but their defense is really good. They're 5-1 and one for a reason. Uh, they play very physical uh, on both sides of the ball. So it's definitely a challenge for us. Two teams that have obviously this year beat themselves at times and, and other times been able to overcome some of those mistakes. How do you limit your own mistakes and take advantage uh, of some mistakes you hope they make tonight? Well, the, no, the pre-snap and post-snap penalties, those are things that we've – We've talked about cutting down on. Um, you don't, you know, we we talk a lot about limiting holding plays and blocking the backs and things of that nature, but those are always effort plays. We want to make sure our kids are continuing to play with great effort uh, and trying to limit some of the the unneeded things that are going on before or after the snap. Um, you know, if we can if we can just stay focused, if our kids can stay focused and trust their teammates and do their job um, and not worry about doing too much, we'll be okay. Um, I think sometimes when we get ourselves in troubles, we're trying to do too much and we're trying to overcome, maybe not trusting someone to be here or there. Um, so we just got to trust each other a little bit more, stay focused, and just play hard. I hate the phrase must win, but you're 0-2 in region play. You're going in back into region play here this week. How important is it to get a win uh, tonight here on the road in a very hostile environment and give yourselves a 1-2 record in region play? So we we talked to our players about that today. Um, it's it's As a coach, everything's a must win. Um, but when you look at the records uh, and look at the – we're not quite to a must win yet in terms of who can go to the playoffs, but we're – we're not giving ourselves much room if if we don't go out and take care of business. So we every game from now on, they're all four region games. We have to make sure that uh, we're focused and, and prepared to play and, and give our best, really, because um, this week, as as well as several of the people left on our schedule, are all really good football teams, um, and we don't we don't have a lot in our area of teams that are down right now. A lot of teams are up. They've got some of the better teams that they've had in years and. You know, you've got a lot of teams that's got zero losses and some that's got one loss, and the one loss has come to some of the ones that don't have any losses. So um, it, it's it's been a tough schedule. Uh, it doesn't lighten up this week. We just got to go out and play as hard as we can. Livingston Academy head coach Matt Hauser moments away from a kickoff here at Stone Memorial between the Wildcats and the Panthers on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. 
big play. Your Wildcats. Tonight's action in minutes. minutes. The countdown rolls on. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Every team loves to win. And the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston. Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva. 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at NelsonAesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-40. It could save save you money getting set for kickoff around uc sports nation it's homecoming in gainsboro as jackson county will host pickett county meanwhile monterey is still looking for win number one at home they host cascade livingston is on the road and back in region play at stone memorial and upperman puts an undefeated record on the line traveling to five and one smith county York, also undefeated on the year, visits Oneida, while Cumberland County finds themselves in Sparta, taking on the Warriors. As we continue here from Panther Stadium, moments away from kickoff, it's time for David Ledbetter to tell us what will power a Livingston win tonight. Presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation. David, a win tonight for the Wildcats begins with what? Well, you don't have to play perfect, but you got to be as close to perfect as you can be. Uh, it's a very good Stone Memorial team. Um, offense needs to sustain drives. We've had uh, had a, most most games this year. We get a drive started and have a dumb penalty, uh, a turnover. So just sustain drives, eat some clock, run the football, and and give your give yourself a shot in the fourth quarter. It's the UCEMC Keys to the Game. Visit UCEMC.com and find out how your extra change can support UCEMC Cares and community organizations across the Upper Cumberland. Tonight's game day forecast calls for 10% of precipitation and clear skies. It is just before kickoff. Temperatures standing right around 68 degrees. And winds tonight moderate 10 to 15 miles an hour. Though i got to be honest with you folks, we've probably hit some gusts north of 20. So it should be an interesting night. Between the war or between the Panthers and the Wildcats. 
the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by Mountain Farm International. 339 Interchange Drive, Crossville. Serving the entire Upper Cumberland. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. 101.9 101.9 AM 920 WLIV W270DD Livingston. It's game time. Your LA Wildcats. LA Wildcats. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. The Wildcats. Play here. Play here. Well, folks, I probably couldn't have timed this one any better. We are quite literally about to kick this game off. Livingston Academy trotting out. They won the toss and deferred. So an interesting situation here in that if Livingston can find a way to have the ball late in the first half or put some pressure on Stone Memorial, they'd have the opportunity to come out in the second half and add to either a lead or maybe take a lead were it to be tied. That's... uh... I think it's the first time we deferred all year on the we won the toss. We give the defense a chance to set the tone early right here. And I think that's the right choice. Normally you want to put your offense on the field first. If you're L.A., they're the tone setters for you. But going up against Nick Osmond, I want to know what I have to do if I'm an offense. As White is a uh, beautiful kick here by Watson. Will be bolted through the end zone. Out of bounds. It'll be a touchback. And the defense will try out onto the field. That means the starting offense for the Panthers does so as well. And they are led, as we have talked about several times, by senior Nick Osmond. Certainly not the only weapon on this team, but he is the weapon that makes all the other ones go. Guys like Bear Eldridge and Brady Lane, a tight end and a wide receiver, uh, who certainly will be dangerous here tonight. Panthers will have it first and 10 from their own 20. The running back in the backfield is, I believe, is that a, I'm trying to read a number. Is that a two? Houston, that is, okay, Houston that's Woody, Houston Woody. Yep. Woody is certainly dangerous as well as they play action fake to him. Osman rolling to his right, throws across the middle, hits a man. It's none other than Bear Eldridge, and Eldridge will immediately have a first down, finds himself at the, what is that, the 37. That's where they'll spot the ball, and this is a quick-moving mo- offense. Everybody's already lined up. Osmond's in the gun. Woody on his right hip. Boom, there's the snap, the handoff to Woody, and Woody this time is 
taken down at the 35. So the, the, the pros and cons of a fast-paced offense here, David, you get a big play to Eldridge, you try to get going a little too fast, lose two yards. Yeah, that last, the last completion, that good good coverage by Jake Hughes, he just, Osmond just put it on the back shoulder where only his guy could get it. So it is a first down Stone Memorial, but then a two-yard loss, and it'll make it second and 12, and we've got a whistle here, possibly an equipment malfunction, as they're going to have to send Brady Lane, who was lined up wide towards the visitor sideline. He'll have to head off the field with uh, an apparent equipment malfunction. Gabriel Garcia will trot on to fill in for him. He'll go flying across the formation. It's a three-wide receiver set out there. Uh, wide to the visitor's side. Now Osman will take the shotgun snap, roll that way. Instead, hurls a man. Was he past the line of scrimmage when he threw it? It won't matter. It's an incompletion. Looking there for Bear Eldridge once again. And that right there is what makes Nick Osmond dangerous. Trailing around, hurdles a guy, looking for Bear Eldridge, and he hit him in the hands. Eldridge just not quite able to come up with it. Good job there with Braden Story. Uh, making the hit just as the ball arrived and kind of knocking that free right there. So now third down, third and about 12 yeah. for the Stone Memorial offense after a negative running play and an incomplete pass. Defense needs to get off the field right here. Osmond in the gun. He'll roll right again looking for that three-person three, set, three person formation. Overthrows his intended target, nearly intercepted by Will Brown. Was looking for uh, Brady Lane who'd come back on after fixing whatever it was equipment-wise overthrew him and Will Brown was right there in his bread basket nearly comes up with an INT at about the LA 45. That's the worst possible place to hit a defensive back right in the hands he dropped of course Will's a great receiver so but uh Osmond's got a cannon and I think some of these I think he's just a little hopped up right now some of these throws are have got a lot of heat on them. That being said it is a punt to the ever dangerous Daniel Bilberry. And do we have a timeout being called? Have to. We didn't have anybody covering the receivers over there. It's going to be a timeout Livingston Academy as you are correct. does look like nobody was covering the wide receivers to the visitor's side. The timeout taken with 10.40 to go. Still scoreless here at Stone Memorial between the Wildcats and the Panthers. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital for you for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. John Humphrey to the team. He's been busy serving the sports medicine needs of local residents and our athletes through his work at Oasis Family Wellness. Schedule an appointment now, 823-5603. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. L.A. has got the formation fixed. Everybody covered now. And Daniel Bilberry with his heels back near his own 35-yard line. The punt set to come from Stone Memorial. They punt from their own 25. This one's sky high. It's not going to travel very far. And that's going to come down at the 45. Takes a Stone Memorial bounce to the 40, past the 35, and to the 33. So uh, that punt did not look great off the foot of Nick Osmond, actually, the punter as well here in this ball game, but takes a, a very friendly home field bounce, and L.A. will begin the drive at the 33. About a 15-yard punt with a 15-yard roll on that one. That was a – thought he'd get a break there and catch it going backwards. Instead, Livingston Academy offense begins at their own 33, 10-26 to go first quarter. 
Kind of a bit of a pistol formation in the backfield. Two running backs with Brody Coffee. I believe that's Parrott and Coleman back there. The fake handoff looking for the pitch. It's Jake Hughes, in fact, who is back there. The option works. And that is a first down Livingston Academy on play number one as they get to their own 45. First time we've seen the option this year where we've actually pitched the ball. Brody's kept a few of them, but good job there by Brody letting, making the defensive end come in to take him and make the pitch. Good job by Jake picking up 12 yards in the first down. And clearly something L.A. saw on film because that's something Mattenhauser and Brody Coffee both mentioned to, to me that we might see this week. Didn't want to bring it up until we saw it, and now we're seeing it. That pistol again with Hughes and Coleman in the backfield. Another fake. Coffee trying to make something happen, and this time doesn't have the room to make the pitch. Initially contacted by Brady Lane and ultimately brought down about a yard behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, good job there by Stone Memorial. Defensive end that time was just crashing. He was reading quarterback, just crashed, and Brody didn't even have time to pitch it. 9.37 to go, first quarter, scoreless as Livingston Academy and Stone Memorial each with a big first down on their first offensive play. And then we'll see if L.A. stalls out the same as the Panthers. Two wide receivers to the visitor's side, one here close to the home press box. And again, the two guys in the backfield with coffee. The fake handoff, rolling to his left. Clearly something they saw on film. Pitches out this time, it's Parrott. And he is ripped back down at the 40. So another loss brought down by Isaac Feaster. So loved it on play number one. Curious to see how much they stick to it after back-to-back negative plays on the option. Third and 15 here. I don't know if you uh, – it's not many plays in the playbook for a third and 15. But I'll tell you something, Brady Lane, I've watched him play basketball. He's a great basketball player, but he's about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, playing middle linebacker. That's something you don't see very often. This time a true pass set, shotgun snap back to Coffee. Looking under pressure, avoids the pressure, rolling to his left, pointing, guns it, has a man, it's Bilberry, and Bilberry at the opposite 30 is tossed out of bounds. What a job by Brody Coffee to evade would-be sackers, points where he wants Bilberry to go, directs his, obviously his best friend from basketball, pinpoint pass, and here come the Wildcats. Yeah, Brody run a deep post route, and or excuse me, Daniel did, and as Brody was rolling out, he just kind of motioned, Daniel to go back to the sideline, and he did, and Brody, great pass to, to hit Daniel right there on the sideline. Another conversation we had this week with Mark Hauser was how when Brody does get into those scramble drills, felt like the wide receivers weren't really moving for him. They were staying stagnant and statuesque. Not on that play. Beautiful job. Turn and hand the ball to Trey Coleman. Coleman going to find his way forward for about three yards. A wonderful job there by the offensive line just to give him enough time to get positive yardage. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll set the offensive line here. I think we had one player out last week. I think he's back this week. But we'll get the offensive line here in a minute. Good good job of them opening up a hole right there for Trey. I believe, believe Matt Dial out last week and seemingly maybe on the field this week. We'll double-check that. Second and six, though, as Coffey's in the traditional shotgun. Coleman directly behind him. Dropping back, looking, throws to his right. Quick out to Carson Parrott, who... Held on to it despite being crushed by Bear Eldridge. And that hurt, but a beautiful job, maybe a gain of one or two there for Parrott on a quick out. Uh, we talked earlier in the year about Brody just kind of being a little bit late on his throws. That's just a five or six yard curl there by, by Carson. 
and Brody threw that one before Carson even turned around, and by the time Carson turned around, it was right on him. Good, good pass right there by Brody. Anticipation for sure. Third and four now for the Wildcats, who will send two wide receivers out to either side. Hughes and Bilbrey out far to the left. Short side, it's Brown and Parrott. Now Coleman will come to the left, hip of coffee. Shotgun snap back. He's looking to his left. Now has to avoid would-be tacklers. He's just going to take off. Avoids the first couple. He's at the 20, out at the 16. And Brody Coffee going to use his legs and pick up a first down for the Wildcats. Another good job by our offensive line. Stone Memorial just rushing upfield. Our offensive line just took him. Brody steps right up, runs right through the hole, makes one guy miss, gets out of bounds for about a 10-yard gain, another first down. That's what we talk about, sustained drives right here. 6.37 to go, first quarter. L.A. driving now in the red zone. They are at the Stone Memorial 16. And are we going to go back to that kind of option pistol kind of look? We are. Brody in the gun. He'll have Hughes off about two yards off his right hip and Coleman directly behind him. Triple option, fakes it to Coleman, avoids the sacker and decides to keep it past the 15 to the 14, I believe, is where they'll put Brody Coffee a two-yard gain. And I like that call by Coffee to keep it and cut up field. Yeah, the Trey was Trey was covered up there on the pitch. Uh, good job by Brody, just just tugging it, get what you can get. Picked up two yards or positive yards. Always pick up positive yards. Again, not something we've seen a lot of, but a very kind of triple option, traditional shotgun. Coffee Coleman behind him. They're putting Jake Hughes about two yards off of Coffee off his right hip. Six minutes to go, first quarter. They'll line up in that same formation, second and eight. Coffee, traditional snap, and looking. Throws across the middle, under through Bilberry, and a bit of a late hit there, no flag. But certainly looked like uh, Blayton Flowers put a little late lick there on Daniel Bilberry. Yeah, that's a tough no call right there. It's kind of late. 5.52 to go in the first quarter, still scoreless. Livingston Academy in a third and eight situation, but here's the thing. Don't know. I don't know the situation in terms of length for the kicker for Stone Memorial. I do know that you are absolutely in Dylan Watson's field goal range. This right here is chip shot, but we need to try to get this first down. Right here. Let the clock move. Stay positive. Get positive yards right here. Two wide receivers to either side. Coffee in the gun. Now they're going to send Coleman out to the left in the flat. Looking. Coffee throws it across it the middle. Under through his intended target. He was behind and low to, I believe that is Jake Hughes, if I am not mistaken. Either way, it was behind him. It was a little low, or that's a touchdown. Yeah, that's Jake had a great move. He faked the corner and then come across the middle. He was open. Brody just stood just a little bit behind him. 5.47 to go first quarter, and they will send the field goal unit out there. It is a uh, don't want to undersell how difficult this is. Not a lot of people could even do what he is about to do, but Theoretically, a chip shot here for Dylan Watson. 30-yarder 30, 30 right here for Dylan. Uh, you know, we've watched him kick it from 45 and 50. So, Play clock down to three. They get the snap off. Watson up. It's a line drive, but it is between the uprights easily. So make it 3 nothing Wildcats after a beautiful drive from their own 33 to the opposing, we'll call it, 14 before kicking the field goal with 5.43 to go. It's 3-0 Wildcats. They lead the Panthers here at Stone Memorial. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. 
one who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. to go in the first quarter. Remember, a wrap-up of this game and all the Friday night action tomorrow morning at 9, live from Chick-fil-A, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on Rock 93.7. So Dylan Watson, after making the 30, what did we decide? Was that 33 or so yard field goal? Call it 33. 33-yard field goal. He'll set to kick off. He is set to kick off here. And back to receive it is, of course, the uh, ever-dangerous Bear Eldridge. Watson booted the first one through the end zone. This one's going to be low and driving, and it's actually going to be fielded by Preston Mayberry. Mayberry going across the field from right to left towards the home side, looking for blockers, and instead gets absolutely suplexed by Seth Smith. And I think Seth Smith honestly deserves more credit for somehow doing that without getting a horse collar or a face mask well, just than kinda, anything else. Just kind of picked him up and laid him down gently there. Yeah, that was a spectacular move by Seth Smith. Great open field tackle. And again, folks, normally even if you don't grab a guy by the face mask or by the horse collar, when you do what he just did, you get the call anyway. So... Good on him. The sideline judge was right there. Now here comes, here comes Nick Osmond in the Panther offense yet again. The handoff, a very dangerous run here over to the edge, and we've got a flag, a hold. It's going to be, I believe, on Stone Memorial. That is going to be on Cameron Melton. Uh, had he not held, though, it was a beautiful run by Maddox Aquendo. Aquendo. Maddox Aquendo in the backfield there. So holding on the offense, that will back them up. Five and a half minutes to go. It's 3-0 Wildcats in the first quarter. And now we go from first and 10. Back it up, it'll be first and 20 for the Stone Memorial offense. Get you an exact distance momentarily. Might only uh, more like second and 15 thanks to the spot foul. Yeah, it's from the spot. So it's five yards downfield, so it backs them up. Ten yards from there, five, you'll be at five, first and 15. About first and 15. So Osmond in the gun. He'll have a Quendo on his left hip. One wide receiver and Bear Eldridge out there uh, on the short side to his left and three wide receivers set out to his right. Again, five and a half to go. Play clock under ten now. They're going to flip a Quendo to his right hip. And now just going to sprint out and pitch out to Aquendo, who finds the edge at the 20, 25, gets to the 30. Excuse me, gets to the 30 and is bottled up and taken down by none other than Seth Smith. Our parrot apparently going to be credited out there on the edge, according to the PA announcer. Seth Smith certainly in on the tackle, as he is on most tackles, David. Yeah, he's in, he's in on about every tackle. I didn't catch the number of the running back there. Which one was uh, Quendo, 34. Oh, yeah. It's a good-looking running back. Maddox Aquendo. Certainly a small frame as he takes off again for that right edge. Nearly got there. We went from first and 15 to about second and six. And he'll make it third and about one or two. And he's just, I mean, there's nothing There's nothing fancy about what he's doing. He just sprints out to the right, tries to buy an angle and get as much as he can. And on two back-to-back plays, it's worked. Now he'll be ran off, and Houston Woody will get in the backfield again. 
Woody on the left tip as they line a man up at tight end. Woody gets the handoff and gets the first down. Good job there on the blocking by Brady Lane at the tight end position to allow Stone Memorial to pick up the first. And now the ball sits at the Panther 37. It looked like Jordan Geist had a chance to tackle him in the backfield. Just kind of missed the, just kind of went through an arm tackle to pick up the first down. 4.15 to go. Here's the snap to Osmond. Play action. Thought about going deep. Now gets a comeback route by Chris Hanna. And I think the cornerback out there, is that Parrott or Hughes, I believe, over there? No, it's Will Brown. Brown did a great job in coverage, but that's exactly what you're supposed to do as a wide receiver. Bought the post, and the comeback sold it. It's a good open field tackle by Brown. Uh, If he don't make that tackle, that's six points for Stone Memorial. First and ten turns into second and about three. Two wide receivers to the uh, strong side left. Got a tight end over there as well. Osmond will take the snap, fakes the handoff, and he'll sprint out to the right. Picks up the first down and more at the 50, taken out of bounds at the 45. So now, all of a sudden, Stone Memorial starting to find a little bit of rhythm here offensively. Interestingly, though, having gone back to the downfield passing game, that kind of didn't go well for them outside of the one first down on drive number one. They've really limited themselves to within five yards of the line of scrimmage or the run game. Yeah, Osmond, just we're getting out. Our ends are not containing the edge. Play action again, looking, had a stack set, throws across the middle to the tight end, Brady Lane, and the ball's out! The ball is out, and diving on it is Livingston Academy, and it is recovered by Will Brown and the Wildcats. Brady Lane will pick up the first down. I didn't quite see who got their helmet in there to punch it out, but it's recovered by Will Brown and the Wildcats with a huge opportunity. Big time turnover. I look like maybe Trey Coleman come back there to strip that uh, from the linebacker position, but any, any, either way, great job of Livingston Academy defense to get that to, to force that turnover. Somebody came in and popped that ball out. What a great job. 3.16 to go in the first quarter, and the Wildcats with a 3-0 lead will take over at nearly the same spot as their last drive. Started the last one at the 33. They'll start this one at the 29. Two wide receivers to either side. Coffee in the gun and Coleman directly behind him. Now Coleman will motion to his left hip. Shotgun snap. Dropping back under pressure. Steps up, throws. Has a man back there. It's Jake Hughes and he overthrows him. Jake had a step on the... Looks like Blayton Flowers for Stone Memorial there. Blayton and, and Jake's got about, I don't know, five. Flowers is a very, very short corner. He's quick, but he's very short. He's got uh, a Bla- a Flowers playing safety. But Jake had a step on him, just a little bit overthrown by Brody. A good overthrow, though, in the sense that it's either your guy or nobody. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's the thing you love to see from Brody in a situation like that. If you're going to take the shot off the turnover, which I love, if you're going to try that quick change, go deep. If your guy doesn't get there, nobody does. Got Daniel Bibber in the slot here. Three guys. They're going to throw over to the opposite side, and that is Bilberry oh, all alone, it seems, over there Bilberry. on the left. I think that's Will Brown. Three looked like an eight. Either way, Bilberry with a nice catch out there all alone on the uh, visitor sideline. Turns it into five yards and puts L.A.'s offense in a situation where the playbook is a little more open. Third and five, I got some more plays for that. I I thought it was Bilberry, but it was Will Brown. Either way, 
got Will Brown right there. We had the linebacker come out to guard him. I'll take that matchup all night long. Clock sits at three minutes exactly in the first quarter. It's a three wide receiver set. And what are we whistling about? Got another Not another equipment malfunction. Looks like Houston Woody this time is going to have to trot off the field. Something going on with his equipment. Uh, They'll take Nick Osmond out there. And unfortunately, folks, I'd love to say, okay, you take advantage of the guy who just went out into the ball game. But I don't know if you take advantage of Nick Osmond. He's athletic on both sides of the ball. Coffee in the gun, Coleman on his right hip, a three-wide receiver set to the uh, strong side right, looking, looks back across the field, guns it. It's going to be underthrown, making a play on it is Bilberry, but he can't come up with the catch. And in coverage, it was Chris Hanna. Was a, I mean, give Bilberry all the credit in the world. He tried to play that football. Uh, would have liked to have probably seen more to work here to the, the three-wide receiver side, but... Either way, I like taking shots to Billbury. Yeah, try to get him the ball. He's one-on-one out there. Brody just threw that. It almost looked like a punt. It was kind of let it go a little high, straight up in the air. Watson back to punt, and L.A. will be unable to take advantage of the turnover. And his punt is going to be sky high. Twirling comes down at around the 45 and does bounce backwards to the 50 before being fielded by uh, Dylan York. So 2.45 to go, first quarter. Wildcats can't take advantage of the turnover, still lead 3-0. Defense got to be playing with a little bit of confidence, though. You go three and out first time on the field. You know, you kick off them to start the game. You go get them three and out. And then, or, well, they got first play. Yeah, first play. They get a first down. So it's four and out, yeah, really. Four and out. Then you get the, you get the turnover. Uh, just couldn't capitalize. Uh, but I think something we'll do on offense. We had that little option look earlier. I think we'll keep that. Brody will fake that option and, and maybe hit Will Brown or Daniel over the top here. I think they're kind of setting them up. Yeah, a maybe bit. just yeah, maybe just kind of showing that, and then later you take that back out of your. That's fair. Osment in the gun play action throws out to Eldridge. Eldridge will make a few guys miss, and there's blocking a flag the back, blocking the back. I blocking believe, the right back there on uh, uh, Brady, Brady Lane. Lane. Yep. Eldridge got a nice uh, run there past the 50 to around the 45, but Eldridge right near him may have caused a block in the back. We'll see what the white hat says. Block in the back. Yes, sir. Brady Lane, believe, will be the man called for it, so they'll back this up. It will be, uh, it will be marked off from the L.A. 46, so should go back to the uh, Stone Memorial uh, 44. There we go. Bad at math, folks. I'm bad at math. I was told there wouldn't be any. I was told there wouldn't be any, and that was just a lie. We can pull the calculator up. It's all math. This is, for those who may not know, if you want to go into broadcasting, all math, folks. They lie to you. 2.28 to go. Osmond shotgun snap. This time we'll hand off to uh, Aquendo, who once again just tries that sprint out to the right, and the defense a lot more prepared this time Forced him to continue to go east-west, strung it out all the way to the sideline, and then a group of Wildcats make the tackle. Great job by Trey Coleman. He just made him go to the sideline, 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 make him keep going, keep going. When he has to turn it up there, you are to make the tackle. That's what you got to do. you got to set that edge, make them just run out, and just mirror them all the way to the sideline. Second and 15, under two minutes to go first quarter. Here's Osmond in the gun, rolling to his left now, gets a hole, throws. What a job. Sidearm to Brady Lang. 
and my gosh, Brady goes all the way down to the LA 35. What a job, though, by Nick Osmond. Almost, that was, a, we talk about him being a baseball player. Yeah, we, well, we talk about he's also a baseball player. That was a baseball throw. I mean, that came from the, the side slot. Yeah, he's Beautiful running, throw. Running to his left, threw it back to the right sidearm with, with a lot of smoke on it. Yeah, very Patrick Mahomes-esque. Now just hands off a Quindo right up the middle, and he'll be bottled up after a two-yard gain. The gainer, though, does put Stone Memorial in their best field possession position on the night offensively. Be second and eight from the L.A. 33 with 1.28 to go in the first quarter. Lewis Academy defense done a good job on first down. They've had a couple of penalties. that's put them behind the change, and then these runs for gains of one and two. Osmond fakes the pitch, trying to option, and somehow avoids would-be tacklers, but a flag back near the original line of scrimmage. We're going to have holding right here. And maybe holding here again by Stone Memorial. And This is something that head coach Derek Samber has been talking to me, uh, to me about for weeks on the high school playbook. Uh, just simply put, continuing to beat themselves. Now, it hasn't beat them in a lot of games this year outside of Meigs County, uh, but they have had issues with penalties in most every game this year. It will be holding on the Panthers and being blocked off what is actually behind the original line of scrimmage, so that'll take them all the way back to the Stone, uh, to the L.A. 44 with 1.12 to go in the first quarter. It's second and 18. Yeah, right tackle, uh, John Guys come around the end. Right tackle tackled him, just tackled him from about three or four yards behind the line of scrimmage. Osman, play action fake, throws into the flat to Eldridge. Eldridge can't make the first man miss. A beautiful job by Carson Parrott. Not to buy into all the head fakes and all of that. Stood his ground, made the tackle at the 45. A great job right there by Carson. He just read read the hips of him. The receiver was trying to give him a few jukes, just read the hips and just went right into his chest to make the tackle for no gain. Big third down right here. Huge third down for Livingston third, Academy. Third and 17. Of course, Bear Eldridge being six foot five, fell forward. Osmond, though, is going to have to make something happen on third down. Stood in the pocket, now rolls to his left. Jump pass, and he overthrows Brady Lane. But that was, honestly, folks, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, I can't even be mad at him. He was, I mean, that's, that's, Brady Lane doesn't shave his fingernails, as you like to talk about. If he didn't cut his fingernails, Osmond might have completed that. Yeah, he's, he's got a great arm, and he can throw it from any angle. He can jump and throw it. He can lay down. He, he can throw it from any angle. Yeah, we always make the joke, you can't throw from your back. i got to admit, I don't know if that's true for Nick Osmond. 30 seconds to go, and they will have to punt to Livingston Academy. And, uh, folks, barring Daniel Bilberry doing something spectacular here, which is obviously possible, as Osmond, Osmond will boot this to the 15, mm. takes a bounce to the 10, uh, to the five, rolls just past the five. They'll spot it there. So 20 seconds left to go in the first quarter. I'm going to go ahead, again, barring something spectacular. Uh, story of this game so far in the first quarter, defense for the Wildcats has been lights out against a team that has been an offensive juggernaut so far this season. Yeah, and, and Livingston Academy's done great tackling in space, one-on-one tackling. Also, you've been helped out by penalties, but your defense causes those penalties. So, you know, you can't just say, well, they made a mistake. Your defense calls those penalties. So. Well, and, and you look back, if I can, just look back one week as we're going to call this play and then I'll finish my statement. Coffee takes it, fakes the handoff, avoids a would-be tackler, 
And quarterback dive forward for about two yards. 15 seconds left. It's going to roll, probably bring an end to the first quarter. So quickly, you mentioned that, but you look back one week, York Institute backs themselves up on back-to-back holding calls, puts themselves in second and 28, and you give up a touchdown on that drive. Yeah. Well, so we played. We, we kind of went to school. You know, we played a lot better on second, third, and long on, on our defensive backfield. 100%. 3 nothing. the Wildcats will lead at the end of the first quarter here at Stone Memorial. The Wildcats over the Panthers. Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-40. It could save you money. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. L.A. Sports presented by Livingston Regional. 101.9 AM 920. Brody Coffee gaining three yards on that quarterback dive to end the first quarter. Makes it second and seven to begin the second quarter. Three-nothing. The Wildcats lead the Panthers. We got ourselves a ball game so far, folks. Coffee in the gun. Two wide receivers, or no, excuse me, just one to the short side there. Looking for Bilberry. And, oh, man, Coffee had him between defenders, fit that ball in there, just a little bit of an overthrow. And again, I mean, look, folks, it's football. I'm, I'm here for it. Bear Eldridge, though, with a little bit of a late bump there on Bilbury. They're, they're, they're going to have to call that eventually. You think they're going to – you'd think they would call that eventually, but that's twice we've seen the same player do the same thing. And well, that one wasn't anything like the first one, but still the ball's 15 yards out of bounds on the overthrow and you're, you know, bumping him in the chest a little bit. Eh. A little tacky for a no call. Just one of those things that could get out of hand if you're not careful. Bilbrey again alone to the short side. Coleman on the right hip of Coffee drops back, throws from his own end zone, had Jay Hughes across the middle and high. High on the throw is Coffee. Well, we, we've got receivers have been open. You know, Brody Brody just kind of kind of like we talked about with uh, Nick Osmond. Uh, Nick Osmond early in the game just kind of a little hopped up right now. Just a few overthrows. And, you know, we got receivers open, so that's a good sign. It definitely is. That was third down, so Watson will have to punt from nearly the back of his own end zone. And you just hate to see it because Coffee couple throws early in this ball game, right on target, on time, in the spot. You'd just like to see a little more consistency uh, as we continue because certainly you feel like at this point as Watson, a low driving kick comes down at the 45, bounces to the 40, to the 45, nearly to the 50. And sorry, I had a bit of a laugh there, folks. Drew Gouldsby, uh, quite literally, he had to be careful there not to touch it, but he kind of tried to wave that football a little couple extra yards. Get a little breeze to blow it on there. <laughs> a little bit. Try to get a little bit of a breeze going. The ball will officially be spotted 
at the LA 14-9. So just right at near or near the 50 is where Stone Memorial will take over. And, and listen, folks, I, I'm going to be honest with you. At 11:35 to go, you feel like it should be maybe 6-3-10 or 6-0. I mean, a uh, 10 nothing maybe. Certainly something to keep an eye on as this game progresses. Livingston Academy unable to take advantage of a couple opportunities here in the early parts of the first half. Empty backfield for Osmond as he rolls to his left, steps up, throws, man wide open, but down to a knee goes Houston Woody. That's about an eight-yard gainer on the pass. And a bit of a break there for Livingston Academy, David, because if Woody catches that and doesn't have to go down to a knee, that's at least another five to seven yards. Yeah, he was. He, uh, he got... Uh, I think that's Will Brown over there. Kind of got Will turned a little bit and and made the catch. If he could have stayed up, he would have had another 5 to 10 yards. 11 minutes to go, first half. Osmond again in the backfield. Not alone, though. Had Woody back there. Steps up again, looking. Plenty of time across the middle and knocked loose. A beautiful job by that was a Brayton Story coming down to make the hit. Knocks the ball out of the hands of the intended receiver, Aquendo. It's kind of the first time they run the tight formation. Four receivers all right there at the line of scrimmage. They spread them back out. Third and two, 10.53 to go first half. It's a 3-0 Wildcat lead in the backfield. Woody and Osmond yet again. Nick takes a shotgun snap, hands off. No, play action. Throws deep, has a man overthrown. And both these quarterbacks who clearly have a gun a little bit of an overthrow for both. Oh, we have a laundry. There it is. I didn't see it at first. I hope this is not against Livingston. This is, uh, I think it's an ineligible man downfield for Stone Memorial. They're talking to the Livingston sideline, and it is going to, looks like the White Hat is indicating unofficially ineligible man downfield. Has not made the official call yet, but seemingly that's what he's gesturing. It's just a five-yard penalty. I wonder if Coach Hauser is going to accept that or decline it. If he declines it, it's fourth down. Waiting here to see what the official word is. I'll say this. Stone Memorial has already backed the offensive huddle up. I don't know why the referee is talking to Stone Memorial's coach. He don't get to decide which. <laughs> Not sure what's, what the situation is here. Do we have some weird offsetting situation? For ineligible man downfield. Yeah. PA announcer is going to make it seemingly official that it's an ineligible man downfield. <laughs> referee walked 53 yards to the Stone Memorial sideline. Had a conversation, <laughs> now walks 53 yards back. He just to walked to, 106 yards in, in a minute. To talk to both head coaches, not sure why. 10.47 to go, though. And let's see what the the call is here. Looks like we're gonna that is Livingston is going to decline, decline the penalty, make it fourth down. So interesting here. Stone Memorial needs just uh, two, just needs uh, two to three yards to get the first down. If the defense stands stout, though, great field position, best of the night they would have. Nick Osmond in the gun. He's gonna drop back. He's gonna look to throw. Now he's gonna run. He throws and he's got Bear Eldridge. What a job, Osmond going left, going right, steps up in the pocket. Eldridge is alone at the 15-yard line, nobody near him, and Osmond just kind of tossed that one up, and Eldridge just ran under it and fell over. Yeah, I don't know how you get that wide open. He, 
I think Eldridge started on the far side of the field and just worked his way across, and nobody came with him. 10-25 and ticking to go first uh, first half. Osmond and Stone Memorial in the red zone for the first time in this game. First and 10. As the snap comes, it's a handoff to Woody, and Woody will initially be tackled by Goolsby. A gain of two there by Woody. Defensive line and linebackers have played the run well so far in this first half. It's just Osmond's just a great athlete, and the, the big runs they've had has been through him and, and then, of course, his, his arm and throwing the football. But the defensive line and linebackers have played really well against the run the first half. Ball right at the 10, second and seven for the Panther offense. Osmond again with a handoff, this time to Aquendo, who goes for that uh, sprint out to the right, avoids Goolsby the first time inside the five and finds himself at around the four, I believe. Is that a first down? No. Makes it third and about one and a half yards. Didn't set the edge. Didn't see the defensive end over there. We didn't set the edge. We've got to set the edge on this team because they're not going to be able to run it up the middle, but they can get outside if we don't set the edge. 9-10 to go. First half, a 3-0 Wildcat lead in jeopardy of going away with Osmond and the Panther offense at the L.A. four-yard line. Osmond in the backfield of the Quendo. Quendo on his left hip, snap, fakes the handoff, the play action, looking for Brady Lane, and what a job there by John Geist. Geist going up like Jordan and swatting that one away. Yeah, he. Uh, Osmond's throwing some of these passes, that sidearm, and, and uh, we just get a hand up. We can we can deflect those passes. We get one like that, it goes straight up in the air, maybe get an interception. 8.51, clock stops. It's fourth and two from the uh, L.A. four-yard line, and they will send the offense out there. So going to try for the touchdown, though I'll be honest, he is the punter, so crazier things have happened. I suppose Osmond could drop kick. Fourth down. 8.51. He's not going to, folks. I'm just saying he is the punter. He could, theoretically. Play clock down. They're also going to try look like. Talk time out there. Not sure if the. Stone Memorial plan there was to try to draw us off sides, or uh, if they just didn't get out there in time. Either way, the play clock running down. Timeout taken by the Panthers with 8.51 to go in the first half. It's 3-0 Wildcats. This is James Green, your local Twin Lakes security sales consultant. Let's turn up your security and turn down your worry. Twin Lakes makes security simple with monitoring as low as $24.99 a month with options such as remote arm, disarm, thermostat and lighting control, and security cameras. You can rest easy knowing your home is protected. Make the switch to Twin Lakes Security today and we'll provide three months of free monitoring. For more information, call 528-2005 or visit us at TwinLakes.net. T insert number C-002. to go. First half, it's fourth and two. And the Wildcats leading 3-0. And listen, obviously you cannot. Your offense has got to step up at some point in this game and make some plays. Uh, But a a chance here for the defense to to make another play, to make another statement here tonight if they can stuff this one. Fourth and two, and they have nobody in the back build, uh, backfield but Osmond right here watching for the quarterback draw. Empty backfield. He's just going to sling he looking, it. It is a draw, and L.A. can't clean it up. Into the end zone is Nick Osmond. And that right there, folks, is going to be an interesting one because 
Football IQ. Football IQ, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like if you are if you're a defender and you're lining up, it's fourth and two at the four. Nick Osmond is empty backfield. You have to be thinking quarterback draw. Yeah, he's he's so athletic. I mean, he's threw the ball all over the field, but you, you got to know that's coming right there on fourth and two. You have to think the senior is going to call his own number. I don't know. I would assume draw is probably the play design anyway. But even if it's not, even if the call as the kick is up and good, even if the call is to throw the football, somebody has to be got to have a mirror. Yeah, somebody's got to have a yeah a mirror, a spy, somebody on Osmond. Seven nothing or seven three Panthers. Excuse me, with eight forty four to go in the first half here at Stone Memorial High School. When you're looking for help getting after your goals. It's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Stone Memorial will lead the Wildcats now here at Stone Memorial High School with 8.44 to go in the first half. And now, look, your defense has stepped up a whole lot, giving you a whole lot of opportunities. And now it's time for the L.A. offense to kind of stand up, make a statement, respond to the drive by the Panthers. We talked about in the pregame about... Uh, getting the ball, scoring at the end of half, then getting the ball mm-hmm. coming out of halftime. We've seen it with Trousdale County. We've seen it with Upperman about uh, long drives. This would be a good time for that. 10, 15, 20. Bilberry still in bounds at the 30 and ran out on the far sideline. Does look like they're actually going to say the 28 is where he was officially taken out. So eight minutes and 39 seconds. Now, look, you don't have to take all of that. But you'd certainly, like to. Oh, yeah, you'd love to. But I'm saying, but I think you got to take at least seven or eight, right? you got to take seven and a half, eight minutes probably off this clock to make sure the Panthers don't have a chance to then respond because Nick Osman obviously doesn't need that much time. Patrick Mahomes asks. One, one play, and he, he can sling it 50, 60 yards down the field. And, and make something happen. Two wide receivers to either side. Coffee in the gun and Coleman in the backfield. Directly behind him. Coffee will take the snap and hand off to Coleman on the halfback dive. Gains a yard, maybe. Coleman on the carry. Yeah, nothing, nothing doing there up the middle for Livingston Academy. That will get the clock rolling, though, and maybe very well that was the Wildcats' only plan. Now we can, as the clock's rolling, now you look for the pass, now you look for the option, now you open the playbook up, but maybe just wanted to, a simple play to get the clock rolling. 8-12 to go. Here's Coffee dropping back. He's got a couple guys open in the flat. A couple guys aren't moving. Bilberry didn't move. Well, we tried to catch them. They had a guy running off the field, and he was still on the field when the ball was snapped, and they didn't throw the flag for too many men on the field, and the coach was trying to call timeout. I don't know if they give him the timeout. Uh, we were just trying to go quick snap to catch them with 12 men on the field, and there's no timeout. There's no flag. So it's third down. Terrible, terrible break right there. Third down, you tried to, yeah. I mean, even I missed that one a little bit, folks. I mean, I look up, 
And I, I'm wait a second, we're snapping the ball, but Parrot and Bilbrey aren't moving. It was very odd. Coffee in the gun, it's third and ten. No gainer on the run on first down, so third and ten, two wide receivers to either side, and a bad snap. Coffee picks it up, he's under pressure, guns it under through his intended target, which was Caden Weitzel by a country mile. And David Ledbetter, i got to be honest with you, I don't know if that drive could have gone much worse. That was uh, that was not pretty at all. One play, you gain a half a yard on first down, uh, didn't get helped by uh, 12 men on the field, second down, and then the bad snap on third down. Not what you wanted. So instead of ta- instead of going from 8:39 to 39, taking eight minutes off the clock, you go from 8:39 to 7:57, and Dylan Watson will be punting back to the Panthers. The returner for Stone Memorial stands near his own 37. Watson will get this one off, and it is a boomer. Comes down at the 40, bounces to the 35. And an unfortunate kind of bounce backwards into the chest of Braden Story, or that one might have made it to the 30. Now, now defense, you've kind of called on them all night, you know, for the first half, and they've they've come up big. They give up the, you know, for what was it, 49 yards short field on the last possession, but they can get a stop right here and just try to get something going on the offense. But the defense has played well so far. Just get a stop right here. One, see if you can get one stop before half. 7.48 to go in the first half. It's 7-3 Wildcats. And certainly if I had told head coach Matt and Hauser, hey, with under eight minutes to go in the, in the half, you're, you're going to be down 7-3. He's not going to love it, but he probably takes it. Question is, what can his defense do right here to keep it that way? Osmond in the gun. Aquendo in the backfield, fakes it to him, and he'll sprint out to the left, and he's got all the room in the world. He's at the 50, 45-40, tripped up at the 30, and out of bounds, but Nick Osmond just went, nearly went 30-30. to They're going to call him out up here at the 35. So instead of a 20-yarder, it's a, well, hold on, 10, 20, 30, Sorry, 35. It's a 35-yarder. Instead of a 40-yarder, it's a 35-yard sprint there for Nick Osmond. Here they go going fast. Starting to kind of take over this game. Going quick. Osmond, shotgun snap. Fakes it. Oh, it's a fumble. It's on the field. It's on the field, and I think Stone Memorial comes up with it. But Nick Osmond, I don't know if he meant to try to pitch that or if it got knocked out because he had a pitch man. It looked like he was trying to pitch it back. I don't That's what know. I'm saying. Like maybe trying to get rid of it. That's but it kind of a forward. dumb play by him there. I mean, it, it, he had a pitch man, so I thought maybe he was trying to pitch, but it went forward into the back of one of his offensive That's linemen. Ruled a so second and 11, ruled a fumble, and tackled on another, honestly, another weird play. Houston Woody, about half of Stone Memorial's team was late to move there. And Woody will be, I mean, good for the Wildcats. He's tackled in the backfield. The whole uh, Half of the offensive line never moved for Stone Memorial. They just handed it off around the left side, and it looked like Trey Coleman was just standing there waiting on, on Woody to run to him and just made the tackle. Big third down right here. Third and 13 as both these teams doing some weird things. Osmond takes a shotgun snap, sprinting sack, out, sack. and Gage Hoffman is going to be the man who starts it. It's cleaned up by uh, – Trey Coleman and others, a big-time sack, though, on Nick Osmond by the Wildcat defense. And now the Panthers look to have to punt on what will be fourth and about 20 
with 6.22 and ticking to go. That kind of looked like Livingston Academy, other than that first run by Osmond, that kind of looked like Livingston Academy's last drive. That's what I'm saying. Even that play right there, two offensive linemen never moved. I don't know if they're just trying to go so fast that the offensive linemen are not getting getting ready. We've got a flag as Osmond, a low-driving kick. Bilbrey will field it at the 10. Beats a man at the 15, now at the 20 and with some room. 25, conked out of bounds. I mean crushed by Houston Woody at around the 30 or so yard line. Now the flag back near the 50, and it is going to be on Stone Memorial. They're asking Matt Hauser if he wants to decline it. 5.56 to go. Would you make them re-kick or would no, you take I think that? You take the that ball return? At the, what we 30. got the 30, yeah, I take the return. That's a good return by Daniel. Uh, last punt down here on at the in the first quarter, they kind of pinned Illegal us down to the five. So I think I take it at the 30. Illegal shift. They do decline it. So no, nope, li- they're going to make them punt it again. Are they? no, they are. You are correct, sir. No, they're going to no. take it at the end of the end of the run. Oh, you they take, take it at the end of the run. Yes. Take it at the end of the run. So yep. 35. There we go. Okay, set the scene. 5:56 to go. In the first half, 7-3, Panthers lead the Wildcats. First and 10 for the Livingston offense. And after two of the weirdest drives we've seen this season by any team, we're right back kind of in the situation we talked about. 5:56. take the rest of this time, drive down, hopefully a touchdown, maybe a field goal. And is it timeout by Stone Memorial? Yes, sir. All right, so Stone Memorial take a timeout with 5.56 to go. They lead 7-3. And the Wildcats with the ball at their own 35. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. So uh, as we were talking in the break here, myself and David Ledbetter both agree. I mean, really, here's what just happened, folks. Uh, You could basically erase the last three minutes of game time outside of a 35-yard run by Nick Osmond, and we're right back where we were at 8.57 to go in in the first half. Two wide receivers to either side, coffee in the gun, Coleman on his right hip. The shotgun snap. Dropping back, we've got a whistle, flag on the uh, near on the far side there, the visitor sideline, and offside. offsides on Stone Memorial. Wildcats will take that. I don't know. We had Daniel Daniel Bilbrey wide open. He gained about he had about a. They, we did they did let us snap it. Brody threw it to Daniel for about an eight yard gain, and the and the defensive back was ten yards downfield. So. But we'll take, take a free five yards. Take the free five, reset. 5.54 to go now in the first half. Wildcats trail 7-3 on the road at Stone Memorial in what is a massive region game for them, needing to almost be a must win here. First and five, two to either side, and Coleman on the left hip of coffee. Drops back, Coleman blocks. Hits Bilbury, who beats his first man. Past the 50 to the 46. First down and a fantastic job 
by Daniel Bilbrey to catch that and spin off of Houston Woody. Yeah, and a good throw by Brody. He he had missed his last two, four, five passes. So good job there by Brody. Good job by Coach Hauser just calling a simple curl there to Daniel. Just give him some confidence right here. Good job by, by Brody and Daniel both. We talk about it at every level. Get him some completions, yep. right? Buy him some confidence. Here's Coffee in the gun again. Coleman to his left hip. Two wide receivers to either side. Looking around, I guess, trying to find Coleman and now puts him on his right hip. Switched Coleman there in motion. Under pressure. Picks up a good block. He throws and nobody near there. I'm kind of surprised there's not a flag. Derek Samber, head coach for Stone Memorial, wants an intentional grounding call. Daniel Bibbery was here, but the ball was about 10, 15 yards past Daniel. Good job by Brody getting rid of it. Play broke down a little bit there, and so. Tell you what we've not seen. We've not seen Gage Hoffman down the middle. Looks like this safety's cheating this way. We might might could catch Hoffman down the middle in one of these one of these go routes. He's not in there right now. Yeah, we have not seen that that kind of patented. They've done it about once a game for the last several weeks. Here's Coffee in the gun. Coleman directly behind him. Jake Hughes going to go in motion. They're going to fake the handoff to Coleman. Now Coffee just being strung out there. Can't pitch to Hughes and is bottled up by the Stone Memorial defense. And clock's going to tick under five minutes. Uh, David, that's if you've got that on film, I'd show that to to every linebacker. That is a string along of perfection. Yeah, and actually Brody was losing yards as he was going down the line. At that point, you just cut it up and get a yard or two. Just you know, It's kind of a great job by Stone Memorial stringing that out all the way to the side. You can see Stone Memorial making no ifs, ands, and buts about what they're trying to do here defensively. they got a sign hanging up here. Holding up says third and long pass sticks. Yep. Correct. Right? They got Just, their two safeties back here at the at the, uh, at the first down marker. So it's third and what, 16? Yep. So, you know, you might complete one in front of them. You're not going to get it over them. Yeah, do not. Don't let it get past you. As we're going to have another timeout. 419 to go in the first half. Third and 16. Panthers leading 7-3 over the Wildcats here at Stone Memorial. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital. From Livingston's own, 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. This is your Livingston Regional Game of the Week right here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Coffee in the gun with a man on his right hip. That's Coleman. Play action. Throws or tried to throw into the flat. Houston Woody does a great job to go up and bat it down. And that'll make it fourth and 16. Wildcats offense will stall out just on their side of the 50. They're setting up, try to set up a screen, and the oncoming rusher just jumped up and, and knocked that down. Watson back to punt with 4.15 to go in the first half. It's 7-3 Panthers over the Wildcats. 
Bear Eldridge back to receive the punt from Dylan Watson. Watson squatting with his heels at his own 35. Strong kick coming down at around the 20. Eldridge will field it 25-30. He had a running start. But is bottled up immediately and tackled by Dylan York at the around the 34. Good job by Watson. That, that very high snap on that long snap. He jumped up and got it and got the, got the punt off. One Bank, the One Bank for all Livingston Wildcat fans. Stop in One Bank of Livingston and open a new account today. One Bank of Livingston, proud to bring you Wildcat Sports. One Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 4.07 to go in the first half. Panthers continue to lead just 7-3 here over the Wildcats. First and 10 for the Stone Memorial offense and a chance here for Nick Osmond. Make something happen again. The play clock over here to our right has gone down. And so Derek Sambert trying to make a uh, Derek Sambert's trying to make a case here that uh, they've got another play clock over here to the left. Why does it matter if the one over here to the right is out? His offense is working left to right on your radio dial. And so uh, certainly they would be the ones at a quote-unquote disadvantage, and now they're going to let play continue. So Nick Osmond in the gun, two wide receivers to the left side, and they're going to bring one of them in motion. It's Eldridge. Eldridge on a jet sweep at the 30, and they string him along, but somehow he stays in bounds, gets past the 35, and turns what should have been maybe a two-yard gain into about a four- or five-yard gain. What a job there by Bear Eldridge. Somehow he didn't step out, got all the way nearly to the sideline, and then got a foot in the ground, planted it, and cut back in and turns what should have been second and about eight or nine into second and five with 3.35 to go in the first half. Osmond in the gun, has a wide uh, Houston Woody in the backfield. Woody will get the handoff. He'll go left side off tackle the dive there in the halfback and gets to the 40. to go. Clock continues to roll. Panthers and the Wildcats. 7-3. Stone Memorial leading here at home in a critical region game really for both sides as Stone Memorial quarterback Nick Osmond on a quarterback keeper gets past the 40. Comes down right at the down marker. And I do believe that they're going to go ahead and award the first down. Trying to see if they plan to measure. No. So Memorial first down. And we call it critical for separate reasons, right? You've already, if you're Livingston Academy, you've already got losses to Upperman and DeKalb. So you're already 0-2 in region play. Stone Memorial has beaten DeKalb, but has not played Upperman yet. And, in fact, hasn't played Macon County either, as this one, another wide-open pass for Nick Osmond. And Brady Lane is at the 40, the 30, Inside the 25 to the 24. Unbelievable job yet again. Nick Osmond off script, rolling out, and Brady Lane just got lost in coverage. That is the second time here in the first half that Osmond has found an open receiver, and when I say open, I mean nobody within 10 or 15 yards of it. 2.28 and ticking. Now Osman takes the shotgun snap, looking for a quick pass out into the flat and finds him for about a four-yard gain. That's Chris Hanna. So went from first and 10 at the the LA 24 
Now it'll be second and about four from the L.A. 19 or so. Clock continues to roll. It'll be just under two minutes when Nick Osmond snaps this ball with Woody on his left hip. Takes it, play action, stands up in the pocket, has plenty of time, now rolls out to his right, looking, jump pass, end zone, wide open, Chris Hanna. My gosh. Chris, I mean, Nick, Chris Hanna deserves credit. He got open in the back of the end zone. Again, nobody within five yards of it. But, but, Nick Osmond is a magician here tonight. It took him a couple drives to really get the arm going, to get the field vision running. But unbelievable job by Nick Osmond on this drive especially to just create something out of nothing over and over and over. Panthers pending the PAT now. Going to make it 14-3 with 1.47 to go. The extra point here, the uh, the snap is back, the kick is up, and Mauricio will kick and make the kick for Stone Memorial. It's 14-3, Panthers, with 1.47 to go in the first half. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Nick Osmond, a magician. As he goes 65 yards almost exclusively through the air and ends it on technically his second jump pass of the drive into the back of the end zone. Uh, uh, We'll call it about a 13 or 14 yarder to Chris Hanna. We talked about it in the pregame how when he's scrambling is when he's really, really dangerous and he's made several plays when he's got out of the pocket and just throwing across his body, jump passes, throwing sidearm. Kick will be fielded by Bilbrey at the 15. He's at the 20, 25, 30 before contact. And being on the far sideline, we'll see if he actually got to the 30. He did. They're going to say 31. Taken out at the 31, it seems, is Daniel Bilbrey. And the Wildcats now with 142 to go in the first half will be trailing 14-3. And, you know, listen, folks. 14-3, the offense hasn't looked great, but you're in the exact situation that we talked about. A minute 42, can you go get a field goal or a touchdown, come out in the second half, get the ball back, and have a chance to put this game right back uh, in your pocket? Coffee looking well. Oh, okay. I thought he was looking for Bilbrey, and I thought he well underthrew it. Instead, it was actually the intended target was Trey Coleman just out in the flat. Uh, and he Pretty good throw right there, just kind of off the fingertips of Trey. And if Trey catches that, he's got 10, 12 yards to run before the nearest defenders can get to him. 
138 now to go. Incompletion does stop the clock. Second and 10. Wildcats trailing 14-3. Coffee in the gun. Coleman on his right hip. Takes the snap. Hands off Coleman. And Coleman on a halfback dive. And not much to do about nothing. Maybe a yard, if anything, on that one. Timeout Stone. I think that's their last. That is the third and final timeout by Derek Samber and the Stone Memorial Panthers. It'll stop the clock on third and nine for the Wildcats with 127 to go and LA trailing 14-3 here on the road at Stone Memorial. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 127 to go in the first half. It's a critical third and nine for the Wildcats. 14-3, Livingston Trail Stone here at Stone Memorial. Brody Coffey in the gun. He'll put Coleman on his right hip. Two wide receivers to either side. Shotgun snap. The handoff to Coleman. He's got a hole, but a ankle tackle. Beautiful job there by Isaac Feaster, or Coleman might have gotten the first down. Yeah, a huge hole right there. Linebacker just kind of dove at Trey's feet and tripped him up for only a gain of a yard. But the main thing is it keeps the clock moving with right now at one minute to go because you, you're giving the ball back to Nick Osman. I don't care how much time's on the clock. There's... He's, any, any amount of time is enough time for him in this offense for Stone Memorial. The offense will remain on the field. The play clock isn't rolling. I wouldn't snap it if they're not going to run the play if clock. They're not gonna, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's 39 seconds to go. Play clock's not rolling. Make the referee stop it. Coffee in the gun. What are we? And we're going to have a timeout now by Livingston Academy. Timeout taken. I don't uh, I don't. I don't. With the play clock Maybe they're keeping running. it on the field. They must Because be. this one was yeah. out. Evidently they're keeping I guess, yeah, the, the back judge back here uh, behind the defense had his hand up. And when they're keeping it on the field, you put your hand up at 10, you come down halfway at 5. So I, Coach Hauser was probably looking at him when he got to 5 when he called the timeout. 31.8 seconds to go in the first half. Wildcats will see if they trot the offense back out. You got to punt this. You can't give you can't give Stone Memorial the ball with 30 seconds left at your own 30 right here. You got to just punt it as far as you can and just hope your defense can get a stop before half. Starting offense will come back out on the field. Are we nope. serious? No, Dylan Watson. No, there's Dylan. Okay, there's still. We all got. Oh, he was the last one out. Yeah, he was. That kind of scared me there. Yeah, yeah, he had a second there. And of course, the his blo- his uh, blocker is Coffee. So I saw Brody Coffee and thought maybe Watson another booming punt comes down at the forty, takes a kind of a sideways bounce and it'll get down at the thirty-eight with twenty-three point one seconds to go 
in the first half. See if the Panthers take a shot here or if they're content to just head into the locker room up uh, math, Colin, 11. I know, wow. what I, I know what I'm doing if I'm coaching Stone Memorial. I'm telling Osmond, get in the shotgun. I'm telling any of those receivers, just run as far as you can run, and we're going to just see if we can complete one of these deep balls. Yeah, Nick's just going to run around for a minute to get you, to give yeah. you guys the time to, and then we're going to gun one. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Three wide receivers to the strong side, one to the short side. They're going to throw to Eldridge in the flat, and an incompletion. Uh, that is 100% behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, so the ball was. I'm not entirely sure that that's 39 is where it spotted and it landed at about the 37, at yeah. least if not the 36. Yeah, that was definitely a lateral. Well, they call it incomplete. So, Eight. and that is Osman's 18th pass of the first half. Not surprised. 18 and a half seconds to go. Panthers now in an extremely tight formation. Woody on the right hip of Osman. Everybody within about five yards of the football. And Osmond's going to do exactly what you described, running around, just looking to make something happen. Got it across the middle. Intercepted by Pilbury. He's got some space and some blockers. He's at the 30, the 20, the 15. And, oh, my God, Livingston Academy, they're running that clock. That is not correct. They're going to have a shot at something right here. Now the flag. We do have a flag right here. Now the question It's going to be is, after the interception. It's going to be Livingston well, Academy ball, yes. but... If this flag's on us, it's going to take us out of field goal range. And that was going to be my question to you was, do you, if it had sustained, as we don't expect it to, but if it stays where it is, as it is going to be on Livingston Academy, look, was that helmet-to-helmet contact? Is that what he gestured? I, he, a he, blindside block, Blindside I block, I guess, would be the, the call so there. 15-yard penalty from the spot. That'll put us back at about... Stone Memorial 45. That's what I'm looking at, 40 or 45. See where they spot this. Again, 1.8 on the clock. I do question whether or not that's correct, though, to be fair. When they blew the whistle, I looked down, the clock was at 5.3. That's what I'm saying. Now, again, now look, I don't don't know that it much matters. In this situation, five seconds or two seconds, you're going to use it all anyway. Well, here you just tell Brody, throw it as far as you can. Try to get a defensive pass interference. You get one more play down here. So you got all the receivers all all over on that side. On the far side near the visitor sideline, Coffey's just going to roll out to his right, looking under pressure. It's in the air, though, and the catch is made. No, incomplete. A couple guys had a chance to make that catch. It wouldn't have much mattered. They're short of the end zone, and I don't think they're going to get P.I., but that was a crazy end there. And certainly, well, before we you know, jump into halftime, I do want to take two seconds and, and say the blindside block is an effort play, so I don't, want to, I don't want to charge anyone. But if you don't have that, I mean, that's, a, that's a heck of a situation. If you don't have that, it's 14-6. Four, say yeah, I'd say 14-6. Right Either way, it is 14-3. Entering the half, Panthers leading the Wildcats here on WLIV. The Livingston Wildcats from 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game sponsored by 1806 Barbecue. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 1806 Barbecue on the square of downtown Livingston. Come by for lunch or dinner. 
by Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair. Maynard welcomes all insurance claims and no appointment is necessary. East Main, by One Bank, the Wildcats Bank. 120 years plus of helping local neighbors reach their financial goals. One Bank can help you. Member FDIC. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. Bernadette He, pulmonologist at the Livingston Clinic. Dr. He brings the latest knowledge on asthma, COPD, lung cancer, pulmonary hypertension, and sleep medicine. Call Dr. He and find answers to your questions. Call 823-4016 for an appointment. Part of the Livingston Regional Family. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Our area is home to one of the nation's most advanced broadband networks. That's right, Twin Lakes 10-Gig Fiber Optic Network offers the fastest and most reliable broadband service available today. Whether it's for your home or business, our 10-Gig Broadband service is the fastest way to connect. Give me a call today at 931-476-2151 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net. Turn it up to 10-Gig. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes orthopedic surgeon Dr. Craig Saunders, ready to see you at the surgical clinic. Whether you've got a sore shoulder or a knee that's giving you trouble, Dr. Saunders at the Livingston Regional team are ready to help. Call Dr. Saunders today and schedule an appointment, 823-2663. Part of the Livingston Regional Family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1. The 
Tier 1 Halftime Report on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV live from Panther Stadium with Livingston Academy trailing Stone Memorial 14-3 in the Livingston Regional Game of the Week. And now we check the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. L.A. got on the board first. And they did so with a field goal by Dylan Watson. It was a 33-yarder with 5.43 to go in the first quarter. Now the question is, maybe should it have been a touchdown? I mean, certainly a chance for Coffee on a throw that was just off target on third down that was into the end zone. So you question whether that should have been seven instead of three. But either way, Livingston Academy will take the 3-0 lead, and they'll carry that into the second quarter, and that's when Nick Osmond finally got going in this ball game. 8.44 to go in the second quarter. Osmond would drive, including a big pass to uh, Bear Eldridge, turned into an ultimately a four-yard QB draw that made it 7-3. About seven minutes later, with 1.47 to go in the second quarter, it was a 65-yard drive orchestrated by Osmond, almost exclusively through the air. It ended with a 14-yard pass to Chris Hanna that made it 14-3. And then near the end of the second half, or the first half, second quarter, Daniel Bilberry with an incredible interception, had a bit of a running start, got all the way to the 15-yard line, put uh, Livingston Academy in a situation with just over five seconds to go, a chance to maybe make something happen, but a uh, illegal blindside block backed them up to the LA f- or to the Stone 45-yard line. A heave by Brody Coffey was nearly caught at around the 10, ended up incomplete, wouldn't have mattered as time expired. And so that is how we got to the halftime score of 14-3. The Panthers lead the Wildcats. Stop by Frontier Chevrolet on Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Halftime Report. Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-40. It could save you money. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Checking the key first-half stats with one bank. We'll begin with the visiting Livingston Academy Wildcats. Just 26 yards of rushing total, 11 total uh, for the quarterback Brody Coffey, negative six for Coleman, uh, 12 actually for Jake Hughes. That was his one rush for a long of 12 in the ballgame and negative three, excuse me, negative three for Carson Parrott. 
through the air. Brody has struggled here today when he's completed it. It's been a pretty decent-sized pass, uh, but has only completed four of his 16 passes for 56 yards. Uh, receiving, it was 52 yards led by, of course, Daniel Bilbury, and only one defensive penalty. It was the 15-yarder that was that final one that backed him up on the illegal blindside block. When you look at the Stone Memorial Panthers stats, looking a little bit better. 55 yards on the ground, 32 for the quarterback Nick Osmond and 20 for running back Maddox Aquendo, leading up to the 55 yards. Through the air, Nick Osmond has been impressive. I'm not even sure that uh, 11 of 18 for 160 yards and two touchdowns, the one interception as well. Not sure that entirely does him justice by any stretch. Leading the way, though, receiving is Bear Eldridge with 78 yards. He's followed up by Brady Lane with 32 and uh, Houston Woody, who has 38 on the day. They have had four or five, excuse me, five penalties for 40 yards and two turnovers as they also had the fumble. Uh, that was recovered. Technically, they've had two fumbles, just one of them they recovered, one of them the Wildcats recovered and were unable to take advantage of. Let's look at the stats from One Bank, the One Bank, for all your financial needs. Inside L.A. here at halftime between Livingston and Stone Memorial, I'm Colin Castleberry, and we're joined by junior class president Mahela Parsons. Mahela, just... Right off the top, what drew you to student government? What made you want to uh, to chase a role in student government? I knew that this year we'd be planning a lot of stuff like prom and stuff like that, and I wanted to be involved and try to make sure we had a good one and that everything kind of got done in time and we weren't doing anything last minute. So what was the process like for you, getting elected, becoming the, the class president? What was that whole kind of process like for you? Um. It really wasn't too bad and wasn't that long of a process. I had to get a paper signed by students in my class saying that they approved of me and turn that in. We didn't do speeches this year, so I didn't have to struggle through that. But I spent a lot of time trying to make posters and everything, get them hung up, and just getting my name out there. What did it mean to you when you found out you had been elected, you were going to be the junior class president? What does that mean? Uh, to you to know that the junior class kind of viewed you as somebody they would like to represent them? It was really exciting. It made me feel pretty good thinking that enough people voted for me to get me in that spot. It just made me think, like it kind of gave me a confidence boost. So obviously you mentioned, you know, we don't want to be planning things at the last minute. You wanted to be super involved in, in a lot of these uh, decisions and events. So if there was one thing you could accomplish this year as the junior class president, what would it be and why? Probably just trying to keep everyone as happy as I can keep them while also keeping all the uh, just prices and planning and everything in mind. Absolutely. What's the one thing, if you could change one thing with no pushback, what would it be? And what's the one thing you hope never changes about Livingston Academy? I know, I ask loaded questions. One thing you would change, one thing you hope never changes. One thing I would change sometimes would kind of be just the workload 
especially junior year because we have a lot of dual enrollment classes now, I think we need kind of a better warning about those before we go into them because it was a lot of stress. And one thing I hope never changes is just the support of kids and teachers and just everyone around. We really kind of try to keep this school together and make it enjoyable. Is that what you think makes Livingston Academy such a special place is the the level of camaraderie and, and almost family-like atmosphere? I think so. It really takes a lot of, away from the stress, too, because someone's always there to help you out, no matter what you're going through. Now, you mentioned the, the stress of, obviously, junior year. And for those who don't know, right before we, we got, you know, fired up here, you were mentioning the, the stress, obviously, of, of junior year. How are you kind of personally navigating that while also being junior class president? I'm trying to just kind of stay on top of things and not procrastinate as much as I normally would. It gets, it becomes a lot, but I'll go home, work on homework every night, just try to get a little bit done every time. And the student council has really helped me keeping up with the presidential stuff too. They've been really good about making sure everything's done and that we have enough time for everything. Junior class president joining us, Mahala Parsons, inside L.A. here at halftime between Stone Memorial and Livingston Academy. The second half in minutes. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. John Humphrey to the team. He's been busy serving the sports medicine needs of local residents and our athletes through his work at Oasis Family Wellness. Schedule an appointment now, 823-5603. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryant and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. The Titans are back at Nissan Stadium to host the Cincinnati Bengals this Sunday. Both teams 1-2 and two, looking for their next victory. Coach Dave McGinnis, they have Joe Burrow at their disposal now. He played the entire game on Monday Night Football despite having the re-injured calf. He did not do normal uh, Joe Burrow things in terms of mobility, but he didn't have to because of the quick release. Yeah, he's throwing the ball from 2.3 to 2.7 seconds. They're running really, really quick passing games. He's trying to get it out quickly to his receivers, which are Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, and then letting them catch and run with it. And and so you know he he did not have his normal mobility because of that right calf strain and and during between series he had a uh, some kind of a stimulator on that on that calf to be sure that it was staying it was staying warmed up, but I think as he progresses he will get better. He's been in full practice all week so far, so we're going to have to still be able to to uh, attack and be able to deal with their throwing game. Rhett. He was 26 of 49, 259 yards in an interception, which you're saying, well, gosh, that's not a great stat line. But don't let 
the details fool you. He found eight different wide receivers. So he can still deliver the ball. And, of course, all of his starting linemen are there. They played every snap in this game. They were only 5 of 17 on third down, though. Yeah, well, that's his, his mobility's not there. And so, you know, if you can get the chains in your favor, we always talk about staying ahead of the chains, both on offense and defense. Get the chains ahead of your favor, then you can go after him. And, he, and if he can't, you know, if he has to throw and you can go after him with a longer down distance, then you've got a chance to, uh, to stop him. So Joe Mixon is still the back, and that is the challenge for this Titans defense to try and stop. What are some of the biggest challenges that Jeffrey Simmons – Kevin Byard and company face with all of their facets of the offense. Well, I mean, Joe Mixon is 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 a really good, really good back. I mean, he's a number one, he's a first round talent, you know, in the league. And and the reason he was taken in the second round, we all know those issues coming out of Oklahoma. But uh, as far as his physical talent, and and he's a he's a heavy runner, even though he doesn't weigh a lot, he's really solid. He's he's a great contact balance runner. He's really he's really good inside and outside. They use him on a lot of screens. He can run individual routes. So this is a guy. You know, everybody likes to concentrate on the big downfield explosive throws that they've had in the past. But Joe Mixon is somebody that you're going to have to deal with down in and down out. So, Mac, and, and watching the film um, from Monday night's game or any of the games that the Bengals have played so far this year, the one thing I find interesting, and numbers are always skewed when it's a small sample size like three games, but they were number seven against the run defensively a year ago and things never carry over year to year always, but they're last in the league allowing 191 yards rushing per game. Let's keep doing that. Let's keep, let's keep that. Let's keep that going. The thing you don't want someone to do that's struggling is to get it right against you. And so again, we're going to have to get a hat on a hat. They've got good defensive people. I'm impressed with their defense you know, across the front with Sam Hubbard and DJ Reader and Trey Hendrickson, BJ Hill. I really like their middle linebacker, you know, the, from North Carolina State. I mean, that guy is really, really a good. He's really, really a good football player. Jermaine Pratt. Mm-hmm. He's a you know he's a third round pick that has really developed into a big time ball player for them. And then on the outside, they've got they've got they've got corners you know that that, that can cover. And and Dax Hill at free safety is a really really good player. We'll see a nine man front just like we see all the time. Anytime Derrick Henry's in the backfield, so you know their defensive coordinator uh, Lou Anarimo is going to have a lot of the people at the line of scrimmage until we can get that score separated. All right, so as is custom, as we wrap up Titans preview, what are Coach Mack's keys to getting back from a bad loss in Cleveland and getting back into the win column against another top AFC team in the Cincinnati We're going to have to block their edge players. Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson are, are two really good players. So on offense, we're going to have to block those edge players and then take care of D.J. Reader, who's a front-end loader there at that defensive tackle because he, he disrupts a lot of things in the middle. So, you know, our, our, our offense has got, to, has got to get the line of scrimmage moved and they've got to be able to protect the quarterback when we decide to throw it. That's number one. That's going to be really, really big. Now, defensively, defensively, if, if Joe Burrow continues to play the short throw game we're gonna have to spot tackle really really well gonna have to match hands cage rush at the line of scrimmage and then joe mixon you you, we're we're gonna have to take care of him and especially that running the football number one but especially on on the perimeter uh, screen game because they try to get that guy out in a lot of different ways with a lot of motion uh, you know change a lot of formations trying to get him you know free on the perimeter so we're going to have to keep our eye on joe mixon don't get don't get tricked by just looking for jamar chase or 
or T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon has got to be taken care of too. And then we've got to continue to win the special teams segment of it. That man right there will be joined by the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, on Sunday for Titans Radio's broadcast of Titans and Bengals at Nissan Stadium. Farm Bureau Health Plan's Titans countdown begins at 11 Central, noon Eastern, and then kickoff noon Central, 1 o'clock Eastern. Titans and Bengals right here on this great Titans radio station. For Coach Dave McGinnis, I'm Rhett Bryan. Thank you all for listening to Titans Preview. coverage continues powered by tier one when it comes to plastic surgery like a tummy tuck botox liposuction or other confidence boosting procedure nelson aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services at nelson aesthetics they believe that beauty is not just skin deep it's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com the work speaks for itself at Nelson. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. Bernadette He, pulmonologist at the Livingston Clinic. Dr. He brings the latest knowledge on asthma, COPD, lung cancer, pulmonary hypertension, and sleep medicine. Call Dr. He and find answers to your questions. Call 823-4016 for an appointment. Part of the Livingston Regional Family. The Wildcats play here. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well. Live well. Neighbors here for your health. Livingston Regional. Back at Panther Stadium just over a minute to go before kickoff of the second half. So let's take a look quickly at some scores from around the UC. Of note, Upperman, a 14-0 lead at the half over Smith County. Macon County, just a 19-17 lead over DeKalb County at the half. And Cookville and Gallatin all tied up at 23 apiece at the half in Gallatin. Clay County also struggling with Joe Burns, 12-6 at the half. York Institute looking to remain undefeated, a 14-0 lead at Oneida. David Ledbetter, we got about 30, 40 seconds here before we kick this one off. Uh, what do the Wildcats have to do here coming out of the half? They get the ball first. Feels like you got to get some points. Yeah, it's not a half-to score this first drive, but it's almost like a half-to score. The offense has just kind of been stuck in the mud, you could say. Um, have played clean, no penalties, no turnovers, knock on wood. Uh, played clean the first half, but just haven't got anything going. Uh, it, it's 
just take it down and get some points right here. Get a little confidence. Getting set to kick it off as they've got to let the clock run all the way down here. And understandably, you want to use it all. Or not. Or not, apparently. (laughs) Now we're going to kick 15 at the 10. Bilberry is going to pick it up at the 10. And he's at the 15, makes contact at the 20, and is immediately brought down at the 21. So acts a whole lot like a touchback without uh, actually having to go into the end zone. Now the clock's at 12 minutes. So we're just, listen, I mean, it's not how that's supposed to work, but (laughs) that's fine. If we want to start 12 minutes with the offense, that's fine. I don't believe Bilbrey would have taken more than about four-ish seconds off the clock. So, Yeah, big drive right here for Livingston Academy. They got the big boys in. We're going to try to run the ball right here. Uh, Bring in the jumbo set, tight, tight formation. They're going to put a man on the left hip of Brody Coffee in the handoff, and he is just going to power himself forward. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Mason, eh? it is. It's the freshman Mason Anderson. And folks uh, can now report Jackson Bowles is in a, is not available in this ball game. That's why you saw so much of Trey Coleman in the first half. Jackson unavailable. But we've talked about it a couple weeks now. Mason really kind of earning some extra snaps. Now here tonight, he's going to get them. And maybe prove something. Well, that's uh, we've got the got the jumbo package in. Hand off to Anderson, and he's got he's got legs like tree trunks. Oh, he's yeah. one of those kids, that, yeah, the, one of those kids that falls forward and gain a nine right there on first down. Eleven and a half minutes to go. A gain of nine makes it second and one. Same formation. Left hip for Anderson and Coffee. Hand off again, and Anderson again keeps those legs churning, churning. Pass the thirty-five, nearly to the forty. Holy mackerel! I mean, that should have been a gain of two, and it's a gain of 12. Yeah, that's a, another. Again, I think Livingston Academy's maybe a, saw something in the first half. I don't know. We didn't do much in the first half, especially running the football. But, you know, we spread them out and tried to throw it all over the field. Brody had, what, 16 attempts the first half and was four, you know, of, four six, of 16. Yeah. So, hey, let's try it. 25% completion percentage. So the jumbo package. Here's Anderson again. And after this handoff, as he gets it, and he's going to try Ooh. to fight for it this time, he will be brought down in the backfield. So at some point, the defense is going to make an adjustment. They do. He's brought down by uh, uh, by a number 58. I don't I don't have a number 58. He said 58 or 50. He said 58. Tate Deber, I think, is uh, what he said. Either way. Uh, brought down in the backfield, so we'll see what Livingston does here with 10.20 to go. Staying with the jumbo here second, with Trey Coleman in at tailback. 12, yeah. Talked to Mason Anderson a couple weeks back about earning some extra chances. He said he'll run it, he'll run it 30 times if he if, if they'll let him. He is not going to, as Bilbrey, oh, looking for Hoffman. Oh, it's just incomplete. Looked a whole lot like the one across the middle, except this time Hoffman works all the way across the formation. The pullout there on a, a very, very good play action by Coffee Laid it up there. Just good coverage by the Panthers. Yeah, I think if Brody throws that more on the line, that's a completion. He just kind of floated it up there, and by the time it, it hit Gage, it, the defender hit him in the back just to kind of jar it loose. I think Brody, if he just throws that one on the line, that's a first down. Ten minutes exactly to go in the third quarter. It's third and 12. Wildcats trailing 14-3, and looking to try to keep from stalling out as now Trey Coleman in the game. He's on the left hip of Brody Coffey, the better pass blocker. Instead going to act as a lead blocker as Coffey tries to get upfield. 
And I think we're going to get a hold here on Livingston Academy. Looked like uh, Colin Weitzel was just driving uh, driving his man, Brady Lane, all the way. Looked like the, the blind side drove him out of bounds and into the sideline. Now, I would love it if this were, say, a face mask, but I believe it is a hold on Livingston Academy. Colin Weitzel, it is. Weitzel drove him all the way out of bounds and beyond, so I'm entirely surprised. They will decline it, so the positive yardage will count. Makes it fourth and nine, but L.A. will have to punt. Another drive stalled out, started out, a couple of, couple of nice runs by Mason Anderson, and then you kind of get behind the chains there on, on the first down run where he uh, loses two yards, kind of get behind the chains, and that's this Livingston Academy offense is not, not geared for second and long, third and long. Under nine and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. You're Livingston Regional Game of the Week. It's a fake, and Brody Coffey might have the room. He's got to get there. He, got he dove. Did he get there? He got did. Brody Coffey takes the direct snap, sprint right, and all he had to do was beat two Panthers to the marker, and he does. Good job there, Brody. Needed 12 and got 12 and about four inches. Exactly. Just all you need, that, that extra that extra lunge by Brody right there got the first down. Big, Great call by Matt, and they, they weren't expecting that at all. And let's give Brody Coffey a senior with a lot of heady play there, right? He knew I got to die. Know where the sticks he, are and get to them. Get to them. He takes the snap, handoff Mason Anderson. Anderson fights forward, keeps those legs churning, and gains about three. Anderson on the carry. And I'll tell you what, we talk about Jackson Bowles, we've talked about Trey Coleman, and I, I do. I love the way they run as well. But, man, Mason Anderson just seems to put that head down. He's a steamboat. I north love and, it. North and south, hit the hole hard, hit the hole quick, and fall forward. Mm-hmm. The future, look, folks, I mean, there's a lot of talent here, but it feels as if the future of Livingston Academy football may be in the backfield. Sophomore Jackson Bowles, freshman Mason Anderson. Defensive ends lining up offsides every time, and it's not been called yet. Here's Brody Coffey with the quarterback keeper out to the right. Avoided a couple would-be tacklers and, again, dives forward. And finds about four or six yards. How does this ref that's closest to us, that's looking straight down the line, I mean, that at that time he was actually straight in front of us, and he's a this defensive end is a yard offsides. And I can't, I'm blind as a bat, and I can see that. I will say, Stone Memorial with a sign down here. The backside says, watch the fake. <laughs> uh, I would have to question after a successful fake. We probably need to turn probably that sign to, around. Might want to flip the sign around. Under eight minutes to go, third and four. Jumbo package remains. So they've seen some offsides. They are offsides. Here's Trey Coleman. He backed up. Trey Coleman and Coffee in the backfield. Fakes the handoff to Coleman. Quarterback keeper and Coffee won't get there. Got a gain of about two, but it's going to be fourth and about three. Are we in. Uh... Are we at 44 You're past the 45. You're at the 42. Yeah, let's see. Fourth and two. Fourth and two and a half. I think you go for this one. It'll be under seven and a half minutes here. Wildcats trailing 14-3 and certainly have come out so far here in the second half and played like the team that needed this more. We'll see if that continues here on what is going to be a fourth down attempt. Jumbo package. Coleman directly behind Coffee in the gun. Be disciplined. See if you can get them to jump off sides, give you a free one. Col- Coleman will gesture to left hip of coffee. He, he jumped. Did. They got him. He jumped. 
flag comes in, and it is on Stone Memorial. Hard count by Brody Coffey, and he will draw them off sides. First down, Wildcats. Folks, look, I've, I've, we've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. Brody Coffey has to step up. He's got to make plays for this offense. And on back-to-back fourth downs, he's made a senior play. Yeah, Dive, know where the sticks are. Hard count, get them off sides. First down now, first and ten, in fact, from the Stone Memorial 37. The handoff, Coleman. Coleman threw the hole past the 35 to the 33, and that's a gain of five. Was that Coleman? or yeah, Coleman. It was Coleman. Yep. It was Coleman. Big hole right there by the offensive line. And on that last fourth down, we don't give offensive linemen enough credit, but good no, job of them. But hold their water. Hey, it's a hard count. We're going to try to get them to jump. When they flinch, hold your water and get the call on them. Well, and that hasn't happened this year. I mean, they have certainly jumped at times this year in that situation. So give them plenty of credit. Low snap somehow gets the handoff to Coleman, and Coleman somehow turns it into two yards. Coleman. Make it third and three, and I believe, excuse me, Brody Coffey wasn't in that ball game. I think Drew Goolsby took that snap. Was it Drew Goolsby or it Carson? It was 10. Yeah, it was number was 10, Drew. so I'm pretty sure that was Drew Goolsby. Just took that snap on second down. I don't know what that was. And what if, I, we got, if we got Daniel Bilbrey in the backfield here? No, Rocco Carwile in the backfield, I believe. No, no that is Daniel. Bilbrey. That is Bilbrey. They had him in the backfield. Here he is. Oh, down the middle, J.U. Oh, passing. P.I. Double flags come flying in as J.Q. was absolutely contacted before the ball got there. A beautiful throw by Brody Coffey. Five and a half minutes to go, and the P.I. is going to give the Wildcats another first down. That's another good design play call by Coach Hauser. Had Bilbrey in the backfield and just motioned him out to the right, and the defense just kind of went with him, and he sent Jake from the left side deep. It's a good throw by Brody, but it's either going to be a touchdown for us or a pass interference, and and Stone Memorial decided not to give up the touchdown and, and, and pretty much tackled Jake there. So now it's going to be two wide receivers to either side for the Wildcats. What is um, – something's going on. Brody Coffey's gesturing to the – oh, the sticks hadn't moved. Well, the referee spotted the ball as like as a five-yard penalty. He spotted the ball way back here. So the ball now spotted correctly, first and ten from the 16-yard line of Stone Memorial for the Wildcat offense. Coffee in the gun, takes the snap. Hands off Coleman. He's got a hole, breaks a couple tackles at the 10, inside the 10 to the 5, and a late flag comes flying in. It's going to be holding against Livingston, and Trey was already five yards downfield when that holding occurred. A tough break there for the Wildcats, 5.24 to go. Come come right in the middle of the offensive line, and Trey was five, six yards past the offensive line when that holding occurred. I believe they called that one on uh, Frankie Guerrero. No, not Frankie. I was going to say Nathan Hargis. Yeah, Nathan Hargis. I'm sorry. I had 50, 55. I looked at 56 instead of 55. 5.24 to go, and now putting themselves behind the sticks. It's first and 17 or so for the Wildcat offense. You talked about it can't be behind the sticks. Coffee in the gun, dropping back out of the gun. Looks across the middle, has Parrott, and just out of the hands of Carson Parrott. Good coverage there, broken up by Gabriel Garcia. We talked about the pass to Hoffman earlier where he put too much air on it and and, should have just kind of threw a missile in there. That one, if he puts air under it, 
I think Carson scores a touchdown. He kind of threw it on the line and the, give the defensive back to come over the top to tap that away from Carson. And listen, that's that's the difference, folks, right? It's as small as putting air under it or throwing a bullet pass. It's, that can be the difference in so many things. 5.13 to go, second and about 20 now. They gesture Coleman out into the flat. Coffee back there, stepping up in the pocket, looking. He's going to be under pressure. Throws. JQ's it's, it's a catch. Caught. JQ's catch. Did they make it? Yes, they are they gesturing call it a catch. catch. Yes. JQ's makes the catch. We've got a couple guys down at around the four. But JQ's this year, we have discussed and discussed. Are they arguing for an interception? What? They're saying it's intercepted. They're calling interception by Stone Memorial. So the ball will go to the Panthers. I mean, they certainly wrestled to the ground, but it it seemed for sure as if Jake Hughes was the man who came away with that football. We do have a Panther down. Looked like Jake kind of boxed him out as he was diving to the ground. Uh, They're conferring at around the two-yard line. But I'm not sure you can overturn this. There is no uh, they replay. Called, they called the interception on the field, and is there? No, that's the. There I is don't, no uh, replay in high school football, uh, so. I, I don't understand that one at all. Unless he just kind of rolled over Jake, because he looked like he he was on Jake's back. He just kind of rolled over, unless he just stripped the ball away from him. You know, while they were at the bottom of the pile, and but it is Stone Memorial ball. That's a tough break right there. It ball at the two yard line. 442, and you'll call on your defense again if you're the Wildcats. 14-3, the Panthers lead, but now they'll begin an offensive drive at their own two-yard line. Wow, that's a, that's all excited and then kind of a strange turn of events. Yeah, and you wonder if this defense can respond. Do they come out with that same attitude, right? A little lackluster because you thought you had the ball for the offense at the two, and now you've got to go out here and defend. That's a, and that's a great drive by Livingston Academy to start the half. You took seven and a half minutes off the clock. You got the ball down to the – got that holding penalty that pushed you back, but you got the ball down to about the 15-yard line and, and then a tough turnover. Under center is Osmond. He's just going to walk forward for a gain of about four just to give himself some space to work, and the clock will begin to roll. Gain of about four, maybe five. 4.30 to go in the third quarter. It'll be second and six for the Stone Memorial offense as the Panthers leading 14-3. Like them papers are getting soaking wet as the dew is. Yeah, the humidity and the dew up here on top of the uh, home side stand certainly beginning to take a toll on rosters uh, on other things. Under center again is Osmond turns and is going to hand the ball off to Woody. And Woody will get past the 10 to around the 13. And that will be a first down for Stone Memorial. First down, Panthers. First down, Panthers. 14-3, the Panthers leading the Wildcats. Clock rolling now, under 3.45 to go in the third quarter. Again, you're going to look back at that weird kind of call at the two, depending on how this ball game goes. Osmond, again, going to line up under center. Super tight here for Stone Memorial. Tries to keep it and is immediately thrown backwards by Gage Hoffman. 
Yeah, they're just, they've got, uh, they're kind of running a jumbo package here. They, you know, first half, they're all spread out. Here comes the receivers back in there. I think they're just trying to get away from that goal line. Now they're going to spread them out. This is this is Stone Memorial's offense right here, spread out four wide receivers. So now they spread it back out, three wide receivers. Hosman in the gun. Looks to take the snap, and it's going to be a false start on Stone Memorial. Panthers jumped. Back them up. It'll go from uh, second and about. Eight to second and about thirteen or fourteen. I'm still confused on the interception. I'm listen. <laughs> I'm just. I'm trying not to let that come into play here because it's over with. You can't change it. Uh, but yeah, folks. I mean, I, I wrote it down. It's going to go in the quote unquote scoring so, because it really is probably going to be a turning point in this ball game as Osmond takes a shotgun snap and hands off. And here goes the small but fiery running back, Maddox Aquendo, who sprints out to the right yet again and is ripped down at the 18-yard line. But he takes second and 13 and turns it into about third and six. That's a good hard run. It's a good tackle by Will Brown, but he just cut that one up. Defensive end, we talk about setting the edges. Defensive end set the edge. He just cut it up, and and linebackers were caught up in the wash. Under two minutes to go now. It's an empty backfield for Osman. He's got five wide receivers, two to the short side, three to the visitor side. He's going to roll out to his left, and now he gets space, throws, overthrew his intended target. Had Will Brown had eyes on the football, might have been an interception. Yeah. He's, he's made a lot of plays on the run tonight with his arm. Uh, that one, he if he had that one back, he could have took off and run for about 10, 15. Good job by the Livingston Academy defense. You got him off to get off the field. You're going to end up with, should end up with good field position right here. Going to play, was it, looked like for a second there, they were going to play punt safe on the fourth and five. They're still kind of going to do that, but they will send Bilbury back to around the 50. The punt is going to come down right at the 50. And then take a bounce. Bilbury has to dodge out of the way. And it'll roll past the 45 to the L.A. 44. So 134 to go on the clock. 14-3, the Wildcats trail the Panthers. Uh, But certainly a chance here from their own 44 to make a similar thing happen. Just this time don't give up an interception. Or whatever that was Yeah, whatever that was down there. This time let's just score a touchdown. Yeah, we... We got the got the jumbo package in there again. Looks like uh, Mason know, Anderson certainly, yeah. and I don't believe. And look, let me put it this way, folks: If Mason Anderson's on the field, it is a bit of a disadvantage because you almost know you're going to run the football as he handed off to Anderson, and he bursts through the hole. Keep driving. Keep those keep legs driving. moving. A helmet comes off one of the offensive linemen. I believe that's Port Chop. It uh, Jamie Mansell actually, who lost his helmet there, and. Uh, I mean, that's a gain of, what, four, five, five, five six, yep. five, five. Good job, offensive line. Well, let's give them guys some credit Cluster here. Cluster white jerseys. We got yeah. Ficklin in there. We got uh, Nathan Hargis in there. Colin Weitzel. Colin Weitzel. Got Dawson Ledbetter. We got uh, uh, get the right guard here in just a second. Under a minute to go. Jumbo package remains. This time 
Coleman in the game, which means it could be a pass. It won't be. They hand off Trey Coleman, and he got tripped up, but I believe he dove forward for about a half a yard. And what I mean by that, folks, is, I mean, simply, and you don't expect necessarily the freshman to be a great pass blocker, right? But when Mason Anderson's in the ball game, makes it a little easier because he's not near the pass blocker that the uh, senior in Trey Coleman is. He comes back into the ball game, though, with third and four, under 30 seconds to go. The jumbo package with the shotgun. Coffee will put Mason Anderson on his right hip. Takes a shotgun snap. It's going to be a quarterback keeper behind Anderson. Legs keep churning. Coffee is going to get forward progress, but he's going to come up about a yard short, it seems. It's going to be fourth and one to start the fourth quarter. You, it's, it's jumbo package. We're gaining two or three, four yards. I, I think you put Mason Anderson in there and hand it to him and say, offensive line, give me a yard. Third quarter comes to an end. The Panthers still lead the Wildcats 14-3. But it was quite a third quarter. We'll recap it when we come back here at Snow Memorial High School on WLIV. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. I am Peyton Garrett, physical therapist at the Physical Medicine Center. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. And I'm Jay Hewitt, physical therapist, and I know therapy can be tough, and the process can truly be hard at times. But we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met. Want to get back to playing the sports you love or just doing your everyday home activities? We can help. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. What matters is you and you living your best life. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital, from Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. They're flipping sides of the field. I got really confused for a minute because he was walking with the chain and the football. The white hat is simply... Unfortunately, I think the guy that marks the, the puts the yard marker... In the middle of the chains, wherever the 40, 45, 50, whatever. Uh-huh. I think he picked it up. Well, I think they've got it. They said it was fourth in inches. Now yeah, it looks like it's and, fourth in a yard. Fourth in about six to eight inches. Either way. Like I said, this is. This is a this is call on your offensive line. You get Mason Anderson in there. You tell your offensive line we need one yard. Give us one yard. Trey Coleman is going to be the running back. But I believe Mason Anderson is seemingly out there going to play kind of a blocking role. They got Man- Anderson and Ethan Westmoreland and maybe Drew Goolsby up, up tight on the line. <laughs> Here's what I know. Mason or uh, Trey Coleman and Coffee are in the gun. Coleman directly behind Coffee. We'll see which one of them keeps it. Coleman to the left hip now motioned by Coffee. Takes the snap. Coffee's going to do it himself. And First he down. got there. First yep. down. I think he got two. First on down. There. He might have gotten one and a half or two. There's a fight over whether he got there or not. And forward progress, he certainly did. And yeah, now they'll send two yards. Stone Memorial coach is saying that he didn't get it, and he, he gained two yards on the play. At least. 
Ball will be spotted at the 45-and-a-half-yard line. First and ten for the Wildcats. Wide receivers and everybody will come trotting back out. Livingston seemingly going to go back to their regularly scheduled offense. You know what? We've moved the ball with the jumbo package in there. I know a lot of people say it's that's smash-mouth football, and I know it's time-consuming, but let's keep doing it. Dropping back for the pass, looking for Bilbrey in the flat. Now Coffee has to escape pressure. Got to get rid of it. Just throws it up and out of bounds. Luckily, but if you, I don't, I, I don't. I'd like to see Brody if he's going to hit Bilbrey, hit him and let Daniel make a play. If not, decisiveness. Well, Brody's he's scrambling right there. He's he's looking for Daniel. He's looking for Jake over there. If it's not there in your first read, just take it and run. Brody's athletic. Just take it and run. Get two or three yards out of it. You know. I, I, I like. I'll go back to. I like the jumbo package. I know it eats the clock up, but that's how you're moving the football. That's what you need to stick with. Two wide receivers to either side. Coffee in the gun. Coleman in the backfield. The handoff. Got a Trey false Coleman, start right here. And we've got a flag. Flag on the play. False start is what they gesture, and that's tough. If you you get the snap off, it's just right there. Half looked a like, second. Uh, looked like one of the offensive linemen was just just a fraction quick. Just trying to get to get to a block. A hair early there. 11-26 to go in the fourth quarter. Second and 10. Turns 15. into second and 15 yep. for the Livingston Academy offense. Panthers 15. leading 14-3. Coffee in the gun. Two wide receivers to either side. Are they going to get a man off in time? They're not. Stone Memorial will have to call the timeout, timeout though, yep. to save it. Timeout. Trying to get off the field was Preston Mayberry. He was not going to make it. And so a timeout by Stone Memorial with 11.13 to go. They leave 14-3. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. The Wildcats, presented by Livingston Regional. WLIV. 11-13 to go in the fourth quarter. The Panthers lead the Wildcats 14-3, but the Wildcats in second and 15 and looking to drive down the field once again. They got awfully close on the first drive of the second half. And can you believe it, folks? This is only the second offensive drive for Livingston Academy. Snow Memorial's only had one. 11-13 to go in the fourth. Yeah, that last drive by us would come all the way down the field running the football, just eating up the clock. Coffee in the gun, two men to either side, and Coleman on his left hip. He's dropping back. He's quickly under pressure, rolls away from it under in his right, looking, throws, has Will Brown, and there's the flag for P.I. Yep. Chris Hanna can't believe it. Chris Hanna can't believe it. Stone Memorial coaches are having a fit about it, but it is in every way P.I. contact there by Chris Hanna, and that'll be P.I., and that will more than likely, I believe. It's automatic. It's an automatic, is it not? Okay, so it'll make a Wildcat first down. Yeah, he can can throw a fit over there on the sidelines, but, I mean, that was, I mean, everybody in the the crowd, the home crowd over here is booing, but 
you know, it looked like, was that Will Brown he was throwing it that was to? Will yeah, Brown he was looking for. Will went up to make the catch or went up, and the ball was still three yards from him, and the defensive back just tackled him. Took him out in the back. So 11.04 to go now in the fourth quarter. Wildcats have had some opportunities, had a weird interception that we'll talk about in the post game, But a chance here, it's should be, they've got a second down marker over there, but I'm with you. I believe it's, is it not an automatic first down? It is. So first and ten now they have a little bit Wildcats. of discussion on it there yeah. for just a second. First and ten from the Stone Memorial 35 for the Wildcat offense. We talked about must scores. This drive is a must score drive. You can get you can get your three right here and still be one possession down, but you got to score points on this drive. Coffee in the gun has a receiver to the to the uh, home side here and two out there. He throws to Bilbury on the short side. Bilbury trying to make a couple people miss and will be gang tackled at the 35 for a gain of one and a half. Tackled by and I'm with you at this point, especially now you're inside the 35. It's only 14-3. I might go back to that jumbo package. Yeah, I believe I, I mean, you still got 10 minutes, 40 seconds to go in the game. You know, you're gaining three or four yards with the jumbo package. You know, march down the field right here and, and, and get your get your three points or get, get a touchdown, and, and you're just one possession down. Then you can open it up if you get late in the game. Flip the formation. Bilbrey alone now on the visiting side. Dropping back coffee, throws underneath looking for Jake Hughes, and it's in the dirt, underthrown. Makes it third and nine. And 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 another thing is, and, and I love the kid. I love Brody Coffee. I love that family. But Brody is one, two, three, four, five of twenty-two right now. So, you know, that one he just kind of threw it just a little quick. Had a had a uh, out right there to uh, JQs, just threw it a little quick. You know, that's why I say you stick with the jumbo. Sometimes it's just not your night. That's not anything. Man, Brody's a great kid, yeah. great athlete, great quarterback. It's just not been. Uh, Looking for the reverse. They find Carson Parrott. He's going to have to beat a man on the edge, and he does it. Breaks a tackle, and Brady Lane is going to come in and get him at the 33. What a job there by Lane to come flying across the formation. Carson Gain, what, one on that one? Uh, yeah, maybe one makes it fourth and eight with under ten minutes to go. And Livingston Academy now going to leave the offense out there. And I hate to keep, I hate to be like you, keep going back. But, I mean, with the jumbo package, you were never in third and long. You were never in fourth and long for sure. Even if you were in fourth down, it was short yardage. It seemed like our second down was second and seven, second and six. Third downs was third and two, third and three. And then if you had a fourth, it was fourth and one. And now Coffee's got to drop back on fourth and nine. Throws, has Parrott over through him, and it's intercepted. Intercepted, and that one, folks, by Bear Eldridge is absolutely an INT. Yeah, that one, that was no doubt. But he had Carson. Carson jumped up to get it just right off his fingertips and bounced straight up to Eldridge. He was just standing there. Well, he did have to dive for it or no return on it. But a yeah, tough break right there for Livingston Academy. 9-19 to go in the ball game. Panthers now uh, leading 14-3 at Stone Memorial High School. 
Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-40. It could save you money. Maddox Akendo will take the handoff from the quarterback Nick Osman running to the left off the tackle. He's at the 20, at the 25, the 30, and finally brought down at the 30 for a Stone Memorial first down, and the Panthers will go quick tempo. Here's Osmond quickly taking the snap. It's low, tries to get the handoff to Akendo and does, and somehow turns that into a, about a six or seven yard gain. <laughs> yeah, that was that could have been disastrous for Stone Memorial right there. It hit hit uh, Osman in the foot, kind of kicked it just a little bit. He managed to pick it up and hand it off for a big game. The PA announcer here at Stone Memorial said delayed handoff. It was delayed because it was a low snap. It wasn't a designed delayed handoff. Timeout Stone Memorial, 8.34 to go in the ball game. It's 14-3 Panthers here at Stone Memorial High School. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. 8.34 to go in the ball game and Livingston Academy starting to run out of chances right, Stone Memorial now with the football on a decent drive they've got it at the LA 37 second and about 3 need to get to the 40 yeah we're going to have to uh, going to have to get a stop right here This either this this set of downs or the next to have any time to. Osmond fakes two handoffs to Eldridge and Akendo, oh, the move. running back, avoids pressure and then underthrows Akendo out there wide open just past the 50. Had him for a sag. He, he's athletic, just made a nice spin move right there to get away from two linemen. Seth Smith and looked like Jordan Geist back there to make a, try to make the sag. He spun away for him, and he was one of them, another one of them little sidearm throws just come up short on that one. Clock at 8.27 and stopped after the incompletion. Third and three for the offensive Stone Memorial. A handoff to Woody. No, a good play action. And he hits his man at the 45 and thrown out of bounds by Carson Parrott is Preston Mayberry. But a first down Stone Memorial and no no laundry on the play. Well, the receiver that caught that was... uh, Mayberry, and he got about a two-yard head start there right in front of the ref. They didn't call it. Mm, that was tough. Eight, ten to go in the fourth quarter. First and ten as Osmond takes the snap, hands off Woody. No, keeps it himself. My gosh. Pass the 50 to the 45 at the 40. Ball, 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 ball out. Recovered by Brayton Story. And look, folks, that right there, that's high school football to a T. Listen, Nick Osman is better than everybody on that field. He is. 
by far the best athlete, the best football player. Problem with that is when you know that, you try to do stupid stuff. Should have gone out of bounds, didn't fumble. Yeah, he, he had, I mean, he was bottled up. He wasn't going anywhere. Cut it back up across the middle and, and had the football out like a loaf of bread, and it just got stripped out. I mean, tough break for Stone, but Livingston Academy, I mean, they that's the, what, the third turnover by Stone Memorial this game? So uh, It's their you, third, yeah. yeah. Interception, two fumbles and interception. And they had a third fumble, or a third, yeah, they had a third fumble they recovered. Yes. So it's their second lost one, their third one total. Coffee is going to be naked in the backfield. Empty. He goes for a quarterback draw, and he's got a couple blockers, 45, 50, 45. Cuts up field to the 40 and out of bounds. And where has that been all night? Yeah, just spread everybody out. Quarterback draw. We've seen Osman do that to us down here on the goal line. But great run by Brody. Good job of the offensive line opening up the hole. Uh, got a little momentum here. Let an athlete cook. 7.45 to go. First and 10 turns into first and 10. Ball at the Stone Memorial 40. Empty backfield again. Three wide receivers to the home side. Two to the uh, visitor side there as Coffee dropping back. Under pressure, don't get called for a hold, you won't. Coffee scrambling left, looking for a man, it's mm. tipped. He had him open, had him open right there, but just uh, linebacker come over. That was, uh, that was what's his name again? Lane, Brady Lane. Lane. Brady Lane, yeah, Brady's all over the place. He's a he's a great football player, great basketball player also. Brody, Brody should have just kind of run that one up. He had five or six yards he could have gained right there. It's easy for me to say sitting up here a mile away. Yeah, look, (laughs) armchair quarterbacking at its best up here, folks. I'm not not pretending that I could walk out there, strap up, and go right now. I mean, by any stretch. Empty backfield again, five wide receivers. It's a quarterback draw again. Avoids a couple would-be tacklers up the field to the 40, to the 35. And Brody Coffey now to the 33 will take second and 10 and turn it into third and about four. I believe he gained eight on that, didn't he? Is that I've got a bad angle on the chains versus where he was. He might have. We'll call it seven, third and three. Again, folks, just the way that I'm angled, the chains are far side over there on the visitor sideline, and he ran kind of towards the home side and then cut back away. Either way, empty backfield, this time three to the visitor side, two to the home side here. And he's just going to quickly roll out looking for the edge, and he'll find it first down Brody Coffee. Good job right there by Brody. Good job by the offensive line. Sprinting out to his left, just wanted to get the first down and does. 6.37 to go. And f- listen, we talked on the last drive about it's a must score. It's not a touchdown. You could have taken a field goal. At this point, clock's ticking under six and a half. I feel like we got to get seven. It, it's, yeah, you. I mean, it's tu- not- you get the touchdown here, and you go for two and, and cut it to a three-point game. But just get points here. Just get points. Brody Coffee again, empty backfield. Now going to roll out to his right. Looking, has Carson Parrott and knocked out of bounds. They're going to call but pass gonna call, I be- Are they going to get P.I. I don't know if that's going to be Bear Eldridge, or, or is it going to be a, a – Yeah, I was going to say, it might have been a helmet-to-helmet hit. Yeah, Carson went down to catch it, and Bear, Bear just kind of come in head first to, and hit, hit Carson in the helmet also. Carson's up. He's you know, he's trotting off the field, but he's, he's, he's fine. Well, he may have to trot off the field. I mean, that legitimately in today's football, and I'm not I'm not – Pretending I'm not your football soft now. That's not what I'm saying. Literally, protocol may be after a hit like that, he may have to go get 
he may have to go get yeah, checked. That's a 15-yarder right a, there. Yeah, big one. Personal foul for targeting. It is a personal foul for targeting. Um, and, again, this affords me the opportunity to say what I said a couple weeks ago when this happened. I'm just saying, folks, why are we – why are we ejecting guys at the college level for targeting, but at the high school level, Bear Eldridge still going to be out here playing defensive? Well, and, and I think you, I think you are to and I'm on be the able si- to stay. On yeah, the you know, field. and I'm on the side of like stay on the field. Yeah. No, 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 I'm on the side of stay on the field. But why at the college level is it a more harsh punishment? Empty backfield again. Coffee looking throws tipped up and intercepted. Oh We've got a big man rolling at the 35, at the 40, at the 50, 45, 40. Ran down by Jake Hughes. No, Braden Story. But what a job. An interception off a tip there by number 50, Cameron Melton, the junior defensive lineman. Stone Memorial got some hands up and coming away with it. Coming away with it is Melton. And, man, you just tonight is one of those nights where the Wildcats – you, you're going to look at it and you're going to go, things just, we just couldn't get them to go our way. Yeah, uh, and, and I'm not, I, I hope nobody thinks I'm dogging Brody or anything no. like that. Because, I, like I said, I love the kid. He had Trey in the flat and he had Daniel on the crossing route right there and he tried to hit Daniel and, and they just got their big paws up and, and that was one of them that batted straight up in the air and, and a big defensive lineman come down with interception. You know, I'm not second-guessing Brody by no means. I mean, he had Daniel Crossing right there. The Stone Memorial just made a good play. But like we talked about, like, you know, we talked about Brody and Daniel playing basketball, those nights where you're two for two for 20 shooting the basketball or two for 15, it's just not just not your night, and that's just kind of been Livingston Academy's offense tonight. One Bank is proud to be the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Visit your Livingston One Bank location and open an account today. One Bank, the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Member FDIC equal housing lender. So Stone Memorial leading 14-3 now with the football. 5.56 to go in the ball game. And their offense will have it at the LA 31. Again at the conclusion of the game. Osmond will be in the gun. Osmond in the gun, marked at the 31. Three wide receivers and a running back. He's going to drop back, looking. Why not? Sudden change. Throws it. Brett Eldridge. Brett Eldridge. Bear Eldridge is overthrown. And I don't know if Bear can sing, but uh, just a moment there. I gave him all the credit in the world for being a country superstar. Good, good coverage by JQ. So he had it usually on a turnover. You see teams go for the deep ball, and Stone Memorial's no different. They are good lined up ready Jake. to go. Bear Eldridge having to kind of sprint back. Almost looks like the Tennessee offense. Bear was kind of lackadaisical getting back. Rest of the offense was ready to go. Osmond's going to hand off to Akendo, who sprints up the field to the left. Avoids the would-be tackler at the 34, Braden Story, and he gets taken out of bounds at the 21, and that will be right near a first down. Are they going to deem it? No, third and one. It'll be third and one for the Stone Memorial offense, 547 to go. Good luck reading stats tonight. Yeah, things have gotten out of hand with the uh, the do and such tonight. It'll be we'll do our very best in the postgame. 5-47, 14-3. 
couple fake handoffs there. Osmond rolling out to his right. Seth Smith chasing him down, throws back across his body, oh, wow. and somehow finds Brady Lane. I got to be honest with you. Either Nick Osmond really is Patrick Mahomes' little brother, or he could not have known Brady Lane was there. I don't even think he was throwing. He wasn't even throwing it to Brady. He just threw it back across the middle. He was rolling to his right, throws all the way back across the middle, and Brady Lane just comes out of nowhere and, and grabs it. I mean, that was uh, that is some can. It is some Kansas City Chiefs stuff, folks. I mean, just magic happening. Under five and a half to go. First and ten now for the Panthers yet again. As this game has really come down to neither team taking advantage of turnovers. Can Stone Memorial do it right here? 14-3 they lead. Throw, Brett Eldridge, touchdown. First down, pass complete. Brett Eldridge is going to have to be careful he doesn't get flagged for uh, excessive celebration as he was telling Jake Hughes about it. It is a touchdown for the Panthers, though. Pending the extra point, they'll take a 21-3 lead. Another throw by Osmond there on the run. running, Rolling to his left, throws it back. Just a nice kick and throw it on the run. As good as anybody I've seen at the high school level. So pending the extra point, it is up, it's low, but between the uprights, it's good. And that'll make it 21-3. Panthers leading the Wildcats with 5.06 to go in the game here at Stone Memorial. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Back as Stone Memorial set to kick it off, leading 21-3 with 5.06 to go in the ball game. It has just been a, a tough night for the Wildcats who have done a lot of positive things, but when push came to shove, things just not going their way. Tip balls, weird kind of rollover interceptions. Uh, defense has really played probably their best game of the season. Um, but when you're playing against a guy like Nick Osmond, at some point, David, he's going to get his. And when your offense can't get theirs, it turns out 21-3. Yeah, you can, with Stone Memorial's offense and Osmond leading the charge for them at quarterback, eventually he's going to he's gonna make you pay. If you don't, you, you've got to almost score every time they score to, to stay in it. And he's had an off night, actually, and created our defense for that. But he... Uh, He's a heck of a quarterback. Daniel Bilbrey picks it up at the 15. He's at the 20, at the 25, and tackled at the 27 by uh, Caden Page, freshman, in on the tackle there. Five minutes to go. The game is not entirely out of reach, but certainly more probably playing for pride here than you are a victory. Well, just don't don't roll over. Keep yeah, fighting. Yeah, exactly. Fight these last five minutes and two seconds. 
Just keep fighting. Offense comes rolling out. It'll be five wide again as Coffee will be in an empty backfield. And of course, now you have to go spread like this. Just stand up and throw it. Stand up and throw it to, looks like Jake right there. Just stand up and throw it to him. Drops back, looks, throws, has uh, Weitzel there who drops it right around the first down marker. It's just it's a good throw by Brody, just in and, the hand, in and out of the hands of Weitzel. 4.56 to go in the ball game. and incompletion will stop the clock. 21-3 Panthers leading the Wildcats here at Stone Memorial High School. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Livingston Academy on second down, dropping back. Coffee takes the shotgun snap, sprinting around trying to avoid would-be tacklers, throws, and it's in the chest of Daniel Bilbrey, and it will fall incomplete. So now lining up for third and ten. Two drops in a row by Livingston Academy. Five wide, low snap. Coffee corrals it under pressure. Somehow avoids about four Panthers, throws it up, Going up to get it is Bilberry, and it's through his hands. First two were drops. That one well over the head of Daniel Bilberry as he jumped up to go get it. And it'll be fourth and ten for the Livingston Academy offense. That means we will see Dylan Watson. I believe the offense stand on the field. It's four minutes, 38 to go. Down 21 to three, fourth and ten. We'll talk, take a timeout here. And it does look like Livingston Academy will take the timeout to talk over the 4th and 10 from their own 27. 4.38 to go. The Panthers leading the Wildcats 21-3 here at Stone Memorial High School. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family. The best trained, caring pros to serve you. Livingston Academy yet to leave the huddle. Let's see what they go with here on 4th and 10. And does look like it'll be the offense on the field. Brody Coffey, empty backfield, 4th and 10, 5 wide. And the ball at the 27. 4.38 to go. Here's Coffee in the gun. Takes the snap. Under pressure. Steps run up. It, run it. Now just takes off at the 30. At the 35. None of it's going to matter because there's laundry. He's at the 40. At the 45. And again, none of it matters because there's a flag at the 25. 
Looks like they're going to get Nathan Hargis. Nope. Sorry. They're going to get Colin White, so it looks like on a hold. Holding on Livingston Academy will negate the great run on fourth down by Brody Coffey. Certainly got the first down and more. But they'll back that up, and you wonder now, do they go for it or do they still punt? Looks like the offense going to stay out there. Just run your receivers deep, throw one up, hope you get another pass interference. You know, looking looking at the, the stats here, that's only the fourth penalty on Livingston Academy tonight. Stone Memorial has uh, 11 penalties. Um, we're just not taking advantage of it. A lot of That's going to be a lot of the story. It feels like post-game is just not have, finding a way to take advantage of things. Coffee will take the shotgun snap. Steps up in the pocket, throw it deep. looking, looking, throws, Slip. and his wide receiver slipped. Will Brown coming across the formation, and truthfully, it was well behind him anyway. So a turnover on downs for Livingston Academy, 4.04 to go. And the Panthers are going to take over on downs, first and 10 at the L.A. 17-yard line. And now, folks, we get into uh, what we've talked about several times this year. Panthers probably going to put another score on the board here, you you think, maybe. And then the final score is going to look like this game was never really in doubt. It's going to look like the Panthers were Stone Memorial, Nick Osmond had a game, and yada, 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 which is just not the case and hasn't been the case in a lot of games this year for the Wildcats. Osmond will drop back in the gun. Throwing it deep. Looking. He's under pressure, somehow avoids about three or four tacklers, throws, hits his man bearer Eldridge uh, at the uh, first down marker, catch made, and that'll be a first down for Stone Memorial. Certainly puts Eldridge over 100 yards receiving as well, I believe. Second play, number three, Will Brown, but not before. 3.47 to go, and the clock will roll. So under 3.40 before Osmond will get in the gun. In the gun, brings a man in motion. Under three and a half to go, the snap. Rolling out to his left, looking, throws. Tipped uh, by Trey Coleman, nearly into the hands of Chris Hanna for a touchdown. Instead, will fall incomplete, and the clock will stop with 3.24 to go. I don't, uh, it's 21-3. If you're Stone Memorial, you're looking for another score here. I, I don't know. I believe uh, with Livingston's offense, the way it's been tonight, if I'm Stone's coach, just hand it off up the middle, run the clock, let's get out of here. But uh, they're they're airing it out. They've got three and four wide here. They're just airing it out. Osman in the guns, second and goal now. Looking, throws across the middle and overthrows Brady Lane. Ball will fall incomplete. I actually hear, <laughs> actually hear some fans down below us say run the ball. I, I, I get it, but, you know. Clearly working on something, doing something. I mean, there's a reason for it, you feel like. Either way, 3.19 to go in the ball game. Osmond, third and goal now, leading this offense. The ball at the L.A. eight-yard line. Osmond in the gun. He's got Okendo with him in the backfield. Snap. Toss to Akendo, going to his left at the 10, at the 5, into the end zone, Maddox Akendo. And that is the first, I believe, unless you count a rushing touchdown by the quarterback. Uh, is that the first 
yeah, first rushing touchdown tonight for Stone Memorial. Nick Osmond did run one in for the first score of the game, but first, I guess, true running back touchdown, we'll call it. Yeah, people are going to look at this score tomorrow and say 27, 28, possibly 28-3, depending on the extra point here, and think, well, if Stone Memorial, you know, if this was 14-3 with six minutes to go in Livingston Academy driving. Kick will look to go up. It is up, and it is good. 28-3, the Panthers now lead the Wildcats with 3.07 to go here at Stone Memorial High School. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 3.07 to go in the ball game. It's 28-3. The Panthers leading the Wildcats here at Stone Memorial High School and Stone Memorial set to kick off here. Daniel Bilbrey will be back to receive it at around his own five. I think right now is a really good time. Put your offense out there. Get your receivers out there. Run some short crossing, some curls, some outs. Let Brody have a few throws here. Give him some confidence. He, you could, obviously, he's, he's, he's had an off night throwing, but right now would be a good time to just give him some, some short throws, some completions to get a little confidence. The kick, Bilbrey gets it at the 15. He's at the 20, the 25, the 30. Stays to the short side of the field and taken out of bounds at the 33. to go when the Livingston offense will take over. First and 10 at their own 30. 30. 28. 30, 29. 29. Okay, so at their own 29. Bilberry clearly forced out of bounds just a little earlier than than I thought. And now the starting offense trots back out there, and we'll see what they go to with three minutes to go. Trailing 28-3. First and 10, Livingston. We've got some backup offensive linemen in the game right now. Looks like Mason Anderson at tailback. Brody in the gun, fakes the handoff to Anderson and takes off. He's at the 35, breaks some tackles at the 40. Gets the first down and more. It's going to be another targeting right here on Stone Memorial. Finds himself at the 43. And do you see the laundry? Because I do not. Okay, there it is. I see it now. Number nine, Drew. And so first down and more. And you look, I, I get it. I understand, you know, that with especially with, with Adrian Jenkins still out with that shoulder injury, you can't really risk uh, getting Brody hurt, but you just start to wonder with as successful as the quarterback run game has been tonight and really in a couple other games, 
Why do we not go to Brody in the run game? Well, that's Brody's 15th rush of the night, and he's got, uh, I ain't counted it up, but he's probably 60, 70 yards rushing tonight. A lot of a lot of that's on you know scrambles, several of them's yeah. on scrambles, but Brody's athletic and he he can do the he can he can take a broken play and make a good play out of it. Two thirty-five to go. Coffee this time dropping back in the gun, looking has plenty of time, plenty of time. He's got to do something now. He'll take off 45, 40, 35, makes contact at the thirty-three and falls that's forward to the thirty. It's a, a late, late hit. Flag. Yeah, that's just. That's just cheap right there. Late flag hit. Brody's laying on the ground. Kid come diving in on top of him. So, again on Stone Memorial. And the late hit will push the ball forward some more. Now we talked about this earlier, and that will be the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12th penalty on Stone Memorial for well over 100 yards. And it's 28 to 3. What do you do with that, folks? I mean, that's just a, that's an anti, like, lead pipe lock kind of stat. If I told you the Panthers were going to have 11 penalties, 12 penalties tonight for over 100 yards, you're like, oh, my gosh, the Wildcats did it. Nope, 28-3. to 12 penalties, 115 yards. Coffee in the gun again, dropping back. Anderson and blocking, and now he'll take off at the 15, at the 10, at the 5, inside the 5 to the 3. And Brody Coffee may very well put this in the end zone with his legs just scrambling another 12 yards for Brody on that run 150 to go in the ball game Brody Coffee has now rushed just this drive he's gone off for 40 45 13 27 39 41 yards 41 yards 50, uh, sorry 51 51 yards, yards sorry yep. 51 yards Brody Coffee has gone on his just his legs on this drive Here's the jumbo package. Under a minute and a half to go. Mason Anderson, Brody Hawk, Coffee behind the jumbo package. Hand off Anderson to the freshman. Get in. He did. Freshman gets his first touchdown. Or, well, did he have one? Did, did Mason? He had one at uh, Kinchinki, I believe. Did he have one in Jenkins? That's what I was about to say. So I'm about to make that statement, but I believe he had one in Jenkins. Um, don't believe he had one against Pickett, though, but I believe he did in Kentucky. Either way, uh, pending the extra point with a minute 20 to go, Panthers will now lead 28-10. So a late touchdown here after, you know, 50, what we say, 51 yards by Brody Coffee, and then a nice little scamper by Mason Anderson. Yeah, three yards there on the touchdown by Mason. So the extra point pending here. Two. Oh, no, going to go for two. Lining it up, here's Brody Coffee to try to make it 28-11. Dropping back, looking, has a man in the back of the end zone. Jake Hughes caught yep. off two a tip, and the two-point conversion is good. That makes it 28-11 with a minute 20 to go here at Stone Memorial High School. Panthers leading the Wildcats. Top on the filter score, Panthers 28, Wildcats. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength. 
helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Livingston Academy now trails just 28-11 with 1.20 to go in the ball game. Watson will kick it off to Stone Memorial, who leads this ball game, and uh, I would anticipate that they are probably just going to uh, run this one out, take a couple knees, maybe uh, run the football. No reason to put it in the air, but you know, onside kick right here. You ain't got no choice. You have to onside kick this. See how Watson goes for the onside kick. He's got it upright. I know that. He's got it on the tee, so he's not going to go with the sideways ball on the field strategy. He will boot this, and it's going to be fielded cleanly at the 45 by uh, Kyle Hinch. Kyle Hinch will be on the hands team. He'll he'll possess the football, and Stone Memorial will take over at their own 45 with a minute 20 to go in the ballgame. And again, really no reason for Stone Memorial to do anything here but take a couple knees, uh, maybe have to run the football a little bit. But there's so many out of this ball game, uh, David Ledbetter, I feel like the Wildcats are going to feel good about a lot of things, but they're also going to ask a lot of hard questions. Yeah, like we said, we had 12 penalties, 115 yards on Stone Memorial. They also had three turnovers. Yes, Mm -hmm. three turnovers. Correct. Uh, and we just couldn't, just offensively, just couldn't get anything, anything rolling. And you start to look at it, and it becomes one of those where you go, okay, wait a second. You have to, like, think. You you run the ball with Brody Coffee there late. The jumbo package was working for you at times. I mean, is this a running football team? I mean, is this a running team? So far, I mean. Certainly, I understand you've got athletes on the outside. Brody's got an arm. Let's not take, I'm not discounting that. He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He just had a bad night. He just had an off night. He had an off night, and you wonder if you shouldn't have turned to the running game sooner. But, folks, you know what? We also said it early in the ballgame. That's so easy for me to sit up here and say. I don't want anyone to think that. Uh, that I'm in any way knocking it. I, I mean, I'm not the one down there on the sideline. I'm not strapped up on the field. A host of things could be playing into decisions. Certainly, uh, what do I know? <laughs> 50 seconds to go, 10 seconds on the play clock. So Stone will have to take one more knee, I believe, and then this one will get out of here. So they're going to wait till the very last second snap, knee, and the clock continues to roll. It is at 40 seconds. Game clock is at around 32. And they're not even going to have to start the play clock. No reason to, as this one will roll. It'll be a 28-11 to final. Panthers defeating the Wildcats here at Stone Memorial to put, give themselves another region win on the season. L.A. will fall to 0-3 in region play. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Your home for Livingston Wildcat Sports. Tonight's action sponsored by Livingston Family Health. The next best thing to your mom. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Health Care. 
by Premier Wireless, your hometown U.S. cellular dealer. 800 West Main Street in Livingston. Premier Wireless and U.S. Cellular. Mountain Farm International. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Mountain Farm International. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes orthopedic surgeon Dr. Craig Saunders, ready to see you at the surgical clinic. Whether you've got a sore shoulder or a knee that's giving you trouble, Dr. Saunders at the Livingston Regional team are ready to help. Call Dr. Saunders today and schedule an appointment, 823-2663. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UC EMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UC EMC Cares partner. And every month your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. John Humphrey to the team. He's been busy serving the sports medicine needs of local residents and our athletes through his work at Oasis Family Wellness. Schedule an appointment now, 823-5603. Part of the Livingston Regional Family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Now, the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. Expertly trained pharmacists, a friendly, knowledgeable staff, ready to assist you with those family health questions. Ready to save you money on your prescriptions. R&M Family Pharmacy.
Livingston Regional Game of the Week sees the Livingston Wildcats stand 2-5 and five overall, 0-3 oh now in region play as they fall 28-11 to Stone Memorial. Recapping tonight's game, it was competitive really throughout, folks. I mean, that 28-11 final score is not indicative of how this game went. It began the scoring with a 33-yard field goal by Dylan Watson, making it 3-0, but the play before that probably should have been a touchdown. It was kind of a missed ball a little too in front of the wide receiver. Guy got hands on it but couldn't come up with the catch, and 3-0 we get to the end of the first quarter. And that's really the story of this ball game, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, so many chances for Livingston Academy. So many should have beens, would have beens, could have beens, almosts. Again, the first quarter, though, you're up 3-0, and then came the Nick Osmond show. 8.44 to go in the second quarter. Osmond drives his team down the field. A 40-plus yard pass to Bear Eldridge that would set up a four-yard QB draw. Touchdown by Nick Osmond to make it 7-3. Just about seven minutes later, with 1.47 to go in the second quarter, a 65-yard drive almost all through the air by Nick Osmond capped off by a 14-yard pass to Chris Hanna, makes it 14-3. Here's one of those almost. Daniel Bilbrey comes up on the interception, around five seconds to go near the end of the half, an illegal blindside block, turns it into instead of a field goal or touchdown chance, pushes you all the way back to the 45. A beautiful throw by Coffey. He guns it, catches almost made it the 10. Wouldn't have made a difference, though, even if they had caught it, would have gone down and would have ended the half. We come back out for the third quarter. You go, Livingston Academy does exactly what they're supposed to do. Drives all the way down the field, gets it right around the 15, right? They A good rush inside the five. That gets taken back by a holding call. And on the next play, you throw what looks to everyone watching like a completed pass to Jake Hughes. It's an interception, according to uh, the crew here at Stone Memorial. So the interception gives the ball back to Stone. Defense plays really well, gets us into the fourth quarter. It's still only 14-3. Both teams would subsequently turn it over once each, giving the ball back to each other. Nobody could take advantage until with 5.06 or about 5.46, I suppose, to go. A tipped, uh, tipped pass attempt off of Coffey's hands. A defensive lineman, that is Cameron Melton, comes up with a tip pass interception. The big man runs it all the way back to the uh, L.A. about 30-yard line. A couple plays later, Nick Osmond, a 10-yard pass to Bear Eldridge. 5.06 to go, makes it 21-3. Two minutes later, 3.07 to go. It's an 8-yard touchdown run by uh, Akendo after a turnover on downs by Livingston Academy. And then comes the question of the night, a 51-yard rushing drive. On the drive, 51 yards rushing on that one drive by Brody Coffey, capped off by a three-yard rush by Mason Anderson. Two-point conversion to Jake Hughes. Back left pylon is good. 120 to go, makes it 28-11. That is where this ball game would end. That is your Livingston Regional Game of the Week. Tonight's recap.
recapping the action. Stats, scores. This is the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. A friendly staff to help take care of your family. R&M. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Are you looking to invest in equipment for your farm? Mountain Farm International in Crossville wants to help. The Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program is available to farmers like you to help purchase balers, hay tools, and more. When you are approved for funds from the Tennessee Agriculture Enhancement Program, Case IH will match up to $5,000 on certain hay equipment. The application deadline is October 7th. Do not wait. Stop by Mountain Farm International in Crossville. Exit 317 off I-40. It could save save you money. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do in person or online. Find them at onebanktn.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. When injuries stop the game, skip the ER. Visit Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street, Cookville. Dr. Derek Worley, fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. He and your medical team are ready at the Tier 1 Urgent Care, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Don't let sore shoulders stop your tennis game. Knee pain stop your walking routine. Get state-of-the-art care close to home. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Stop the game and make the call. Our post-game coverage continues on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. David Ledbetter, uh, this game was decided by what? Uh, Let's take a final look at the stats from one bank. Final look at the stats, it, it's kind of deceiving. Uh, Livingston Academy, uh, 143 yards rushing tonight. One of the best, you know, one of the best games we've had this year yeah. rushing the football. Uh, only 57 yards passing for a total of 200 yards. Four penalties for 40 yards. That's, you know, that's a huge improvement to what we've had the last few games. We did have three turnovers on those interceptions. Uh, Brody Coffey, 5 of 29 for 57 yards and three touchdowns. Brody did have 94 yards rushing on the night. At the 143 yards rushing total, 57 yards total passing. That gives us 200 yards. Uh, for Stone Memorial, uh, Nick Osman is just really good. 15 to 27 for 229 yards, three touchdowns. Did have those two interceptions. Uh, and as a team, they had 110 yards rushing for a total of 339 yards on the night. The big, the big stat for Stone Memorial tonight, 12 penalties, 115 yards. Uh, they did have two interceptions and a fumble. Um, that's something we just did not take advantage of was all those penalties. Did not at all. That's a look at the numbers presented by One Bank, the One Bank for Wildcats fans. This is the R&M Family Pharmacy post-game report. R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. 
Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play store member fdic equal housing lender livingston academy football presented by livingston regional hospital from livingston's own 101.9 am 920 wliv livingston stand two and five oh and three in district play with a score of Stone Memorial 28, Livingston Academy 11. Elsewhere around UC Sports Nation on the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. A lot of finals to talk about. Jackson County 52-0 over Pickett County. York a winner 28-0 over Oneida. Clay pulls away from Joe Burns 25-6. Upperman does get a win over Smith County, but 14-0 was also the score at the half, so... A uh, very tight defensive game in the second half. Macon County pulled away from DeKalb County in the end, 32-20 to to win that one. Green Hill, a 35-0 winner over Warren County. At the half, last time we got an update, White County was a 35-7 leader over Cumberland County. But for those who may not have heard, this is the one I'm happy to bring you. Cookville goes on the road to Gallatin. A 26-23 win for the Cavs. What a job by second-year head coach Taylor Hennigan in that one to go on the road and get what is a really a kind of a program-setting win for the Cavs in his second year. Stop by the Frontier Chevrolet Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. A full recap of all the action and interviews with the coaches Saturday morning at 9. It's the high school playbook on Rock 93.7. Uh, look, David Ledbetter, I can ask you what this game was decided by, but I feel like I can answer that one myself. So really more just your thoughts on a weird night here at Stone Memorial for the Wildcats. Well, 
started out the first half. It was very competitive. Was leading after the first quarter. Uh, Osman made a few plays there in the second quarter, go up 14-3. to Third quarter went by. We, we talked about how fast the third quarter went by, but that was because we got the ball to start the, the third quarter and drove right down the field and and running the football. And then, and then had a couple of penalties. Had, had a penalty that set us back. Uh, they got the ball. Defense made a stop. Then we get the weird drive on the catch by JQs that turned into an interception. We're still not sure. I like can't wait to see the film on that. I, uh, somebody was down here with the, with their phone and, and, and replayed it. It looked like Jake caught it, and he was kind of on the ground. And as they rolled over, the defender took it away from him, and they just called interception. So, you know, and after that, it was just kind of the Nick Osman show. Uh, Livingston made a few plays, but just couldn't take advantage of the 12 penalties by Stone Memorial and the three interceptions by or the three turnovers by Stone Memorial. That was your score, 28-11, Stone Memorial, a winner here at home over Livingston Academy on WLIV. WLIV's exclusive game day coverage continues. Wildcats postgame presented by R&M Family Pharmacy. Saving you money, R&M. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on the spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston. Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. Wildcats on the gridiron fall to Stone Memorial 28-11. Elsewhere for the Wildcats this week, uh, it is the girls' soccer team who celebrated senior night this past week. Senior Clark officer said it was an emotional experience, but 
No one cried. The Lady Wildcats are now 8-2-2 on the year, 4-0 in district play. They've won their last five games and are winners of seven of their last eight games. They will be back in action on Tuesday at West High School outside Knoxville. Meanwhile, on the volleyball court, the Lady Wildcats are 27-11, 5-2 after going on the road to Watertown last night. They br- that brought an end to their regular season. District tournament play begins Tuesday at Livingston Academy. They'll host rival Upperman at 5.30. Livingston Regional Football Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game produced by the incomparable Robin McCullough, production assistant and great friend Jake Wallman. Next week we'll be in Livingston as L.A. will take on Macon County. The countdown to kickoff of the Livingston Regional Game of the Week will begin at 6.15 on Thursday. I cannot stress that enough, folks. Do not tune in Friday night for the ball game. It will have already occurred. So again, countdown to kickoff of the regional game, Livingston Regional Game of the Week will begin at 6.15 on Thursday. For David Ledbetter and our team, this is Colin Castleberry again tonight's final score. Stone Memorial 28, Livingston Academy 11. The Wildcats on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Presented by Livingston Regional Hospital. Be well, live well. Neighbors here for your help. Livingston Regional. Coverage continues Wednesday night at 5.30. Players and coaches talking L.A. sports. The Wildcat Den. This is the home of the Wildcats. A tradition. Livingston Zone. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV.